What's up, y'all? This is David, your boy David, with the Hip Hop Humble Podcast. And man, I'm blessed right now to be in the studio with your boy Albert. What's up, Albert? What's good? What's good? It's Albert, aka Albert. You know, we out here. Yes, sir. Yes, I'm sir. Happy to have you. Thank you for having me, bro. I'm Absolutely, cuz man, I'm real blessed. Like I said, you already got right into it. Let them know right off the bat your Instagram handle. Uh, Instagram is Albert. That's just. A L B E A R nine three, you know. Yeah. Nine three to infinity, boy. That's what's up. Okay, you a ninety three baby. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's yes, what's sir. Up. You know. It's uh, it's all about the ninety babies, man. Ninety yeah. babies in hip hop. What it is? Mm-hmm. Ninety babies in hip hop. Like Y'all taking the torch. That's what's up. I'm trying to, man. Trying to. Um, before we get into it, bro. Like I Go said, ahead, we ahead. really touched on a lot of things, but you know, what made you want to do this hip hop podcast? Oh man, you know, like I really. I really start. I've been doing this hip hop podcasting shit for a while. I started doing it like seven years ago, and um, I was just putting out mainstream hip hop at the time, mm. you know. And about a year ago, I saw the need locally for there to be something that existed to put the local artists on, yeah, you yeah. know, because it just didn't exist. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. hip hop needed that exposure in Humboldt County. And I'm happy to support the culture that I love. Yes, you know sir. what I'm saying? And I, you know, Hell yeah, no, nah, definitely. I appreciate that shit. Cause you definitely shining some light on some real stuff out here. When I came across your podcast, it was like on Instagram. Like I said, I, I, uh, Knew about Knack One, so I started listening to that. Started getting all the gems that I didn't know about Hip Hop Humble, and that led me to the next one and the next one. And then when I met you at that uh, Cipher, yeah, I was like, oh man, this, this is a real motherfucker right here. <laughs> hey man, I'm just trying to, you know, do my best for the culture, you know what I'm saying? You're doing it right, bro. You're doing it right. Definitely Thank covering you. all the real people, all the important people you need to cover out here. Hey man, I'm glad to have you on here because hey, you bro. killed that cipher too. Though I'm that's honored, wrong. Honored, that's honored. When you asked me to be on here, I was like, "What? <laughs> let's go! Let's yeah. go! Let's go!" Oh, for sure. Because yeah. you know, I'm just trying to make sure that you know, up in Humboldt County, the culture is getting respected from the legends who I've interviewed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And all the way to the folks that are coming up. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody deserves their space. Yeah. You know. Like I said, that, that ecosystem, bro. That ecosystem. Mm-hmm. When y'all out here feeding each other, eating off each other, you know, if you're a part of it, you know, you're going to eat. If, and yeah, that's the thing, too, is like I was touching on, you know, I'm from the Central Valley, so it's like it's kind of like has that, um, you know, the competition real strong, you know. Uh, you, you, you basically, if you're doing a show, you're competing to get uh, that spot. That's, you know, the spot that everybody's at, you know, you don't want the too early, you don't want the too late, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. you're competing for that shit. And you, you, when you come out here, you just realize like, none of that's out here. It's like, are we working together? Yeah, no. We eating together? Yeah, no. Like, if not, like, keep it pushing, bro. Because yep. there's, there's people out here working. If you don't want to work, get out. Move to the side, you know? Because that's there's, right. there's, we out here, you know what I'm saying? Yep, yep. Hip hop Hip hop is alive and strong in Humboldt County. And that's the thing, though, is this, like, this is the the support from from all like I've never felt some support from all the other artists like nowhere else ever you know like back home like I said I know artists back home but it's never like love like this out here I can you know I'm talking to all these people and it's like at this point in my life I never had a playlist full of like my friends or like people that I know that I just like listen to genuinely I'm like bro like my homies are banging right now like my the people these people I know are fucking banging right now. So I have this like playlist, Lost Coast or Lost by the Coast. Oh, it's shit. just all the people, I, all the people that I've met out here, and it's just like I put them on a playlist, and I'm like, this is 
things that I just listen to on my own, you know? And it's like, I've never had that before being out here and being out here. It's like, dude, the create creative flow is just, it's everywhere. It's everywhere, you know? And yeah, it just feels good, bro. It feels good. And then once you get into it too, and people are like, I'm be listening to you too. And you're just like, Oh man, this is something different, something different about it. You know? Mm-hmm. Something different, the ecosystem. <laughs> yeah, always back to the ecosystem. Yeah. That's one of the cool things about Humboldt County, man, is that, you know, it's a smaller community. It's pretty close-knit. And with Humboldt, with hip-hop, you know, like, people are collaborating. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And you brought up a good point, man. Like, even, like, like let's just take, like, a legend who's been on this podcast before, Highway. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, Highway collaborates with, you know, just everybody in the community because yeah. he's just about keeping the culture positive, you know what I'm saying? Moving the bar forward, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, and that's the kind of thing that we need in a small knit community. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I always heard it too, you know, it's like, uh, if you're going to be, you know, you're going to do hip hop for, you know, if, you, if you're going to be in the game for a while, you can't be hanging on the foot. The next person that's younger than you, You're, you know, once you get to that point, you got to help the next, you know, the kid younger than you up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, Facts. You know, I'm, I'm going to be hitting 30 next year. I'm 29. So I have all these kids back home that, uh, you know, like coming up, it would be a little different. You know, you have to like prove yourself to the older homies that you got to get on the mic, you know, but, mm-hmm. you know. I had these kids coming up. I had a microphone in my room and coming up. Hey, can I record a song? My little cousin, can I record a song? Dude, yeah, of course. Come in. You know, I ain't going to hold nothing for you. Come in, record. And like, I look at them now. All these kids are making me proud because back home, these kids that were coming to my room trying to record are like doing shows. They got bands. Like my cousins, uh, you know, my little cousins, they're doing music out in the cities and like, it's making me proud, bro, because coming you talking up... from Fresno? Yeah, yeah, Talk yeah. about it, cuz. Okay. Yeah. That's All right, what's up. So, yeah. I'm from the 559 area. It's, um, well, Farmersville to be exact. You know, five miles put on for the set, you know? It's the home yeah. team. home team. You got to say that one time. But uh, it's just like 45 minutes south of Fresno. It's all one thing, though. It's so small. Oh, yeah. But... um. You know, growing up, it was mostly like gang activity. So it's like I'm looking at my uncles. My uncles are gang members. My cousins are gang members. They're all here, blah, 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 out there, blah, blah, blah. Seen so much shit growing up. So I didn't want anything to do with that. I got into skateboarding. I got into smoking weed. I was like, man, fuck all that other shit. Like, this is what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And of course, you know, along with that, uh, hip hop's tied in with skateboarding, hip hop, graffiti. It's, it's, It's there no matter what. Yeah, the pillars. Exactly. And, um, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm going to go back to the beginning, beginning, beginning. Again. Hell yeah. Because um, I was like probably like four years old. My sisters had a Bone Thugs VHS tape. Oh, shit. So that's the hip hop. All right. So we go, you know, I feel weird because when everybody talk about hip hop, they're like, oh, yeah, I came up off the, the East Coast. You know, I came up off the Wu-Tangs and like all these lyrical mm-hmm. shits. The hip hop that I remember growing up off of is like some gangster, like you know, Bone Thugs, Three Six Mafia, like that's yeah. the shit that like my sisters were playing, my brother was playing, my brother was on like DJ Quick, you know. Oh yeah. So that's all the shit that I was growing up on, and then I got to a certain age, it was like all about the rock. Now nah, I'm gonna be on the rock shit, so I try to play mm-hmm. guitar, try to do the drums. I was like, man, I, I don't have the time for this, you know. I don't. My my brain's moving too quick for this. One thing. How that, old were you when you were into the rock, the rock era? I like I don't know. Uh, I was like about like eight to like twelve. Okay. Oh, that's young. That's I was in up. it though, but I was like into that shit. Like I used to be made fun of wearing like band tees at school. And it's like you look at every fucking rapper now; they got a band tee on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's like I, I was, uh, I was all into it. 
But uh, <laughs> like, I don't know, bro. And I would always feel weird because I'm like, oh, I want to like rap, but I like rock. But I didn't think I could like both or be like have my foot in both. Mm-hmm. And I'm like playing these, like trying to play the guitar. And I'm like, it's not working. Trying to play drums, it's not working. Trying to play this, it's not working. Pick up a fucking pen. I'm like writing shit down. Okay, maybe I like writing, you know? So I'm starting to write this thing, writing these poems, writing these poems, writing this thing. Okay, I can make it bounce. I can make it bounce. Oh, let me try to let me try to do it to this little drum, like, you know, this jumps in this like rock song, you know? Oh, okay, I like this. That's the thing that stuck around. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like I'm like 15 at this point, and I'm just like, you know what? Maybe I should just start rapping. Like I knew a couple of people that were doing it, and they would always tell me, come in the booth. Come, like, you know, we got to like, you know, it's like I grew up in the internet hip hop shit. So it's like mm-hmm. whenever like home studios were coming about, friends like, hey, my mom, you know, do you want to come record? I was like, nah, nah, nah. Finally, I was like, fuck it. I like writing. I've been writing. Do it. Let's do it. Yeah. And in Fresno, I bet it was popping, right? Yeah. It's crazy, man. Um, it was uh, yes and no. Yes to the point where it's like um, you get all these different acts that come in. You know, this mm-hmm. because it's like the middle of, uh, you know, middle of California, four hours from the Bay, four hours from L.A. And so it's like you get all these different acts uh, from the Bay Area, from L.A., you know, and all these different sounds. And, yeah, you know, it's like subgenres, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. whenever like real, like, you know, like people that I like would come through it would be kind of light shows. But the people that would turn out the shows that would turn out would be like mostly like gang shows, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. the you know what I'm saying the gang gang yeah. rappers pull up you know what I'm saying yeah. that's when the fucking shows would get heavy out there the but that's pulling up yeah you, know, yeah you know you know and so uh like yeah I, I my sister worked for a radio show and uh sh- her husband now uh he was like a voice on the radio show so he used to take me out there you know and I'm I gotta like meet like you know too short at a young age but, Wait, uh, say that again? I got me too short and all them. But, um, oh, but, shit. That, but yeah, let me get back to this. So whenever I'm like yeah. doing this rap shit, they, my sister catches wind of it. So she's like, you know, and I'm telling my, my you know, the, the DJ, you know, her husband is a DJ and shit. And he's like, hold on, I got to take you. I got to bring you around this motherfucker. You know, like if you want to do this, you got to be around the hip hop culture, you know? So I'm, mm-hmm. starts bringing me around to these radio shows. Um, I'm like sitting there fucking four hours just watching them be on the radio you know what I'm saying and I thought that was the fucking coolest thing ever I'm like bro like and that's that's when I realized like bro like I want to do this shit like I see these people coming up like it, like you know like they were like those were like my uh, like superheroes you know like I, those are my superheroes like seeing all these people coming up to the radio show talk about their mixtape talk about this we talking about PA Planet Asia um, I never got, I actually got into them when I was in high school this was oh, like okay. I was I was in like junior high around this time like oh, yeah. you know when they were taking me to the radio shows mm-hmm. and um, yeah about yeah thir- yeah 13, 14s is like about the time I was like alright we gonna do this like I remember my first song Made Out of a Closet I was like talking about like skateboarding or something. That's the only thing that was like relevant to my life at the time. So I was uh-huh. like, yeah. I'm gonna make some skateboard shit. So I'm like talking about skateboarding and I don't know, bro. I'm pretty sure you like uh experienced this too, the first time hearing yourself on a song. Mm-hmm. And you're like, this is crazy because like my whole life I spent like listening to this shit. And now I'm like, list like this is my voice on this shit now. Like this yeah. is the craziest thing ever, you know? Like <laughs> and that's you know, and honestly, that's when I was like I, I, it was in my blood after that. It's in my blood after that. Every, after that, it's like, all right, we're going. And 
Like, you yeah. know, it goes all the way back, like I said, to the Bone Thugs, you know, just seeing that on TV, like just seeing that on those VHS videos that my sisters record. Yeah. Like, damn, these guys are cool, you know, like this shit's crazy. Now, what, now, now with the Bone Thugs, real quick, though, what was y'all watching though? Thuggish, Ruggish? What was y'all watching? But they had, my sisters had a VHS with all the music videos on one, like, that's what's I got up. in trouble for watching that shit, bro. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. they had all the, 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 the crossroads was on there. Um, oh, they, damn. They they did a VHS tape, like a mixtape, like a cassette. Bro, I, my, I remember, bro, because uh, it was a double, it was a double uh, tape. <laughs> oh, my sisters had it, bro. And I was yeah. like sitting there. It was between that one. I knew it because growing up, I had the Michael Jackson tape. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, I, I was like. I don't want the Michael Jackson. I want the Bone Thugs tape. Like, yeah, give me that I, shit. I want the Bone Thugs tape. Yeah, I, I feel you. I grew up on that Motown 25, you know what I'm saying? And then you move past that, you know? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I don't know. It's just A something Bone Thugs tape, that's hard, though. Your sisters are dope, though. Yeah, my, hey, and that's the thing, too, is I think about is because I was a kid, but I was already paying attention to the music that, you know, the older people, you know, like around me were playing. So, like, like, like right now, you know, my music taste is a little bit further because I'm just listening to what my sisters played, my brother played. And so whenever I hear somebody like, Bone Thugs, that's old school. I'm like, Bone Thugs is old school? What the hell? No, no just think about it. I'm like, wait, I was like four, five, six listening to these motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> I guess to, that gener- to your generation, it would be old school to a point, right? Bro, that's yeah, crazy. Hey, and it's fucking, it came full circle, bro, because when I was about like 20, 30-something, I ended up opening up for Bone Thugs. Wait, what? Because I didn't even here know. Here or Fresno? Fresno, full glory oh, circle, shit. bro. That was like, that was one of the fucking best things ever. Like, I was just like, it was like I said, bro, I was like seeing, watching them as a fucking kid and like, you know, fucking see them right there in front of me. Like, yeah. I wasn't even hyped to fucking do the show. I was hyped to see the show. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, yeah, definitely uh, how everything happened was just like a blessing, you know, like. But yeah, I was just like, bro, this is a full fucking, you know, and then we're at a fucking brewery called Full Circle. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, man. How old were you when you opened up for Bone Thugs? Like 15? Nah, I was like, or that was already like 23. Oh, shit, okay. I yeah. didn't really start. Um, I was doing shows like 17, 16, 17. I was with this little, like, uh, my my boys, you know, we had a little rap group, you know. Talk about it. Um. Yeah, around this. So after recording with my homie, they were on some other shit. They, you know, they they just had a microphone. They want to do some like pop shit or something. And I'm like, nah. Like I was already hanging out. Like in junior high, I was already hanging out with people in high school. You know how the streets is. You know, you be out there with everybody. If you out on the streets, you out on the streets. But all my friends were older. So by the time I got to high school, I was like, right, I don't want to like do this pop shit with you. Like I did a couple pop songs with you. It's cool. It's fun. You know, mm-hmm. but I'm not into it right now. I want to do the, I'm into this rap shit, bro. Like I'm listening yeah. to this, I'm listening to rap. I love the rap. And, um, of course all the stoners, street people, my buddy Curtis, um, you know, his mom ended up getting them, uh, full setup. And he was like, bro, we're recording here. Okay. We're recording here. Fuck. Y'all listen to the same music I do. It's, it's, it's inevitable. Like we listen to this, like, you know, this is what I'm interested in. I want to be talking about this. You ain't going to stop me from saying what I need to say. Mm-hmm. This is the spot, bro. This is the spot. And yeah, that's where it was. That's the, and that was a time in my life where I learned how to write and be like, you have to be on point with your shit because you're sitting in a room with 10 dudes and they all want to be on the song. 
Mm-hmm. There's only room for three people, four people on the song. Mm-hmm. If you ain't got the verse, you ain't gonna be on the song. You yeah. Feel me? So that's why I, I made it. I try to make it a point. Like fuck, I'm gonna try to be on every fucking song. Like you know, if I like, I'm gonna be swinging for this shit. If I don't get the next one, I'm coming for the next one. If I don't yeah. get the, and that's that's what it was. And it was like a friendly competition. You know, it's like. You know, it's not enough like beef or anything, but you're like, brother, you ain't gonna get this one. I'm gonna get this one. You know, like this is this is gonna be one I'm gonna be on. You know, yeah. You try to make the sickest verse. You try to make the sickest verse. That and moves the bar forward though. That yeah. competition on that level. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So, yeah, we were doing that, and um, we started kind of like traveling up and down California. You know, you were hitting the Bay. We did a couple of shows in LA, and it was cool. You know, it was fun. Like. Just being with your boys, being out, being little shitheads out in the city and shit like that. You know, it's just fun. It all comes to a time, though, when you're like, all right, I want to do my shit. Like, this, you know, this is cool. I want to do my sound. I want to do my shit. So I was about, like, 18 already, and that's when I was like, I'm going to get my own. Like, I want to do my own thing. And uh, the first show I got by myself was um, Too Short. Right? I told you I met him. Yeah. So then I ended up getting opening up for him at one of these big shows. That's crazy. Yeah, bro. It was it was a cool show. It was a cool experience. And it was cool because it was the first show I did by myself. Like, Oh, wow. I had no, nobody. Like I, this whole time I've been on stage with everybody, my friends and all that. And this time I'm like, I'm up there by myself. It's like, all right, this is this is the time where you really shine, you know? Like, yeah. Are you got to turn it on. Yeah, make it or break it because... When you got like when you got like a crew, you got other people to like look at. But when you're yeah. just like one solo, like one false move, one false step, one false word, like everybody's gonna catch that shit because there's only yeah. you on there. You're, you're <laughs> the only person being scrutinized up yeah, there, like exactly, that. Yeah. exactly. So it's like, all right, well, I gotta be on point with this. Shit. I gotta be on point with this, you know. And damn, and that's how I, I kind of just got on that grind, and you know, once you. Once you get that first reaction of like, all right, you did good, you it's, it's, it's intoxicating. You're like, I want to do it again. Mm-hmm. I want to do it again. Yeah. Like, I'm going to go again, you know? like Once you put yourself <laughs> up there like that and then get that validation, oh, yeah. Yeah, bro. Like, it, you know, because every, every artist is vulnerable. But once you put it out there and people receive it well, just let's go. Like, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Every time. Every time. And I try to explain that to people like, yo, like you guys see me, I'm cool. I talk, I'm chill, but shit, when I get on stage and I have a microphone on my hand, it's like all that shit's different. Like it comes out, like something comes out, bro. Like, I don't know. What yeah. It, I seen it. Yeah. At the fat bowl side. It's like, it's just different, you know? And, uh, yeah, I, st- I started tapping into that when I was like 18, started doing my own shows when I was 18. Damn. And Fresno. Yeah. Yeah. Fresno. That's uh, a big, that's a big city, man. That's a big game. Yeah. I spent a lot of time out in Fresno. I spent a lot of time out Visalia, uh, whole Tulare County, pretty much wherever they're doing shows. And, you know, I, I, I've been, uh, you know, blessed to see some like good artists open up for some good artists, have some good times and stuff, you know, but yeah, I, uh, getting back to, uh, you know, it was like, uh, what we were talking about earlier before we turned on the microphone. <laughs> we were out here 30 minutes already. Yeah, but, uh, chopping the shit up. Yeah, I moved out here to kind of like, I was dealing with some, all right, we're going we gonna to keep it 100. We're going to keep it 100. Yeah. The first promoters I was fucking with with all those shows, like I found out they were like, they was like on some P shit. They was real, oh, they shit. was real, you know, they, they was, was pushing, the they was really cause. pushing P, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, if you know what that means, <laughs> they was really pushing P. Yeah. And, uh, I, <laughs> I remember just like pulling up to get, you know, because it was like some ticket situation. We're like, hey, yo, sell these tickets. And you know I me, mean? I'm a hustler, but I made money twice. You know, I went mm-hmm. back for three, four, three, four fucking batches, you know? Yeah. I remember coming to this, drop off some money one day and he's like, opens up the door and he's like, oh shit, 
turns around, hey, can old boy come in? And he's like, who is he? And he's like, I don't know, but he's cool as fuck, you know? <laughs> yeah. he gave him my money, he let me in, you know? I'm like in the fucking, it's like, it's all empty. There's one couch, there's like three girls sitting on the couch. And that's how I'm like, whoa. Whoa, they, you know, this is, this is different, It's you a know? different scene, yeah. So I was ready from the jump, bro. I was kind of like dealing with sketchy people in the game already, like sketchy. And then mm-hmm. like, it got to a point where I'm like, all right, I need to go. I don't want to focus on this hip hop because like my, my view kind of got soured a little bit from everything, and then I'm you know moved out here. I was like I'm gonna fucking go. I'm gonna be a farmer, farmer L. You feel me? There farmer, you go. farmer bear boy. Yeah. Just out here, I'm gonna go some weed. You know I did that, but like I said, we here now. I'm on your podcast. This music shit follows me, so mm-hmm. it's like like, like this hip hop shit is like a part of me. No matter what, no matter I'm, it's gonna follow me no matter what if I give it up or not. And then it's about in your it heart then, now, cause exactly like even back then. Who four years old, five years old, Bone Thugs, like, and I'm like taking in this content very well. I'm like, all right, maybe this shit's been, it's gonna be a part of me no matter what. And then hearing stories from like Nack, you know, talking about him being with his family, bro, and like him teaching them the ropes. And I'm like, bro, this is like, this is a beautiful, like, it's beautiful, bro. And you know, it's this whole hip hop shit. It's like, like I said, bro, it's the sauce. You got it in you. It's it's gonna be in you. If not, it's not. You know what I'm saying? You could be teaching your family the ropes. You can be a family, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's the thing. And I'm like, bro, this hip hop shit is real, bro. Like, this, it's real and it's alive and it's going to be alive no matter, like, no matter what. Mm-hmm. No matter what. It, it, your heart is, like, you know, your beat catches, your heartbeat's going to catch the beat. You feel me? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, and uh, like, like what you said, the whole, uh, it, it all comes, it all comes from the streets and that's, that's a real honest place. You know, yeah, and it's a real honest place. You don't have to be the fucking top gangster. You don't have to be the fucking pimp. You don't have to be the drug dealer to be from the streets. Like people like me and you, we're from the streets, but we know the streets because we had to survive the streets. We had to make it down the street without, you know, make it back home without yeah anything happening. And that's what reflects in the music. That's what that's what the lights being shined on most of the time. You know mm-hmm, what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you can hear it for face value and be like, oh man, all they do is talk about the drugs and the hoes and this and that. And it's like, nah, like we, no one's shedding no light on it. We're mm-hmm. speaking on it. You may look at it as like we shot in, but we're speaking on what's what this reality that we were put into. Facts. And like to flip it, do something positive out of it is the main thing, you know, because I've had some like arguments with some people, you know, a couple of people out here and talk about, oh, I don't like it because it's so negative. They just talk about this and they talk about that and da da da. And I'm uh-huh. like, bro, this kid, you know, talking, you know, this kid that's popping right now spent his life, you know, killing, selling drugs or whatever. He flipped it. He talked about killing and selling drugs. He ain't killing and selling drugs, but he's making way, he's way more successful than he was doing that shit. And you don't mm-hmm. gotta do that anymore. That is the story. Mm-hmm. That is the positive message. Like you can sit there, talk about it, talk about what you did. You ain't doing that no more. But you're feeding people. You're feeding your family. You're feeding everybody else around you. Mm-hmm. Like that is the story. Like <laughs> that's the ultimate hip hop story. You know what I'm saying? And yep. it's like from the beginning, it's what it's been until like now. It may sound different. It may have a little different swing to it. But that that solid message that is there, you know, is like you gotta, you know, we're doing what we can, turning nothing into something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We turning nothing in, into something, make something out of what we were given, basically. You know, like yep. we can sit here and talk all day. 
let's talk on a beat let's make some money off it let's do let's get some people moving to it you know mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. and that's the whole that's you know hip-hop is life bro like hip-hop is there it's, it's life it's it's, it's, it's it's you know it's alive it ain't gonna go nowhere and like you said look how what like how much it's evolved mm-hmm. like, i think it's a little thing that we we try to be neighborhood stars it's evolved bro like you know it's got some kids out here like making these like pop hits and but you listen to bro the bass all that shit could they, they sound like a hip hop beat. Yeah, <laughs> it oh, sound yeah. like a hip hop beat. Yeah, you know? like, they took it. That's you bring up a good point, man. That's interesting because um, I think I said this on a recent podcast, but hip hop, you know, because you're you're a '90s baby, and so like I, you know, I grew up in the '90s. I was born '84, so I grew. I was, you know, my formative years was in the '90s, mm-hmm. you know, and like at that point in time, hip hop was one slice of the pie of music in in this country that was you know also at the point at that point in time grunge was big you know what i'm saying like rock had a you know, all, all, alternative rock and rock had a big you know following and everything like that there was a big slice of the pie mm-hmm. and then as i grew up slowly over time past the 2000s and everything like that like hip hop took over for pop music mm-hmm. in a certain sense like mm-hmm. pop music existed pretty strong in the 90s or whatever mm-hmm. and it's always going to be strong as pop music mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but like hip-hop and hip-hop influence just like you said like absolutely dot not diluted but um inf- infused into pop so we're like hip-hop became on a certain sense like the new pop yeah you know what i'm saying like i feel like oh you know like, like kind of like the nelly era yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. The the early 2000s, I, yeah. I, I got a question for you though how'd you feel when you're like, you know, that you seen that transition going on because, you know, like hip hop's like the street, you know what I'm saying? It's that real, real mm-hmm. you know, so cut. And then you hear somebody like, hi shit, hi shit. Oh, I'm going down, yeah. down, baby. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What, what was your thoughts on that? Like, because that was like a little switch in hip hop where you're like, mm-hmm. all right, we're, we're trying to make hip hop more uh, commercialized, I guess. Yeah. You know, how, what, yep. what was your thoughts on that little era? You know, it was, it's interesting that you even bring up the fact of what are my thoughts on it? Because for me, like to when I, when I think about it, it was almost like seamless in that I was listening to nothing but hip hop, mm-hmm. right? I didn't get into rock music until I was like 15, 16 years old. For me, it was like nothing but hip hop. You know, when the award shows would come on, the Grammys, the VMAs, like when the rock stuff would come on, like I'm muting the TV because I'm all about hip hop. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of shit. But um, it was seamless in just that. Like I was already immersed in hip hop. That was the only thing I was in my radar. And it just took over. And it was, I, I didn't even notice. I didn't notice till years later that like, I was like, what happened to rock music? Cause like, you know, I, at the, you know, like I said, like I got into rock music around like 16. And so for me, that was like 1998 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, um, it, it existed. And then rock music, you know, just slowly, you know, it's not, it didn't, it doesn't exist like it used to when you had like, um, you know what I'm saying? Like when Tool was big, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, or yeah. even like grunge bands, like when Nirvana, all, you know what I'm saying? Like all kinds of different like rock bands were like big. It just slowly changed. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even notice it because I'm so like in it, you know, my purview's on hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Huh? But then you look back. And you're like, like I said, man, like, where's, where's rock music now, man? Like, I can't even like, I asked my, my lady, cause you know, my lady's white. And I was just like, what happened to rock music? You know what I'm saying? Like when you go and go to areas where there used to be like a rock radio station, what are they playing on it now? 
And she's like, they're just playing the same stuff from like way back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, maybe it's like that tough guy image, you know? Because like when Rock, you know, was like at his height, it's like, who? It's like, well, he's like tough guys, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They got like their chest hair out and shit, that biker looking <laughs> motherfucker, you know? Yeah. I feel like the tough guy image got replaced by who? Motherfuckers that kind of look like us, you feel me? They got yeah. the hat on, they got the hoodie on, you know what I'm saying? Yep. They got a couple of jewels on. What'd they do to get them jewels? You know, that's the tough guy now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like that tough guy image kind of took over. It's kind of like overseas what's really going on, you feel me? Yep. And that leads the whole culture. That leads like yeah. the youth, like everybody. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, happened yeah. during my lifetime, man. That's crazy you bring that up too, though. Because <laughs> that's when you was coming up, you know what I'm saying? And you're, you're seeing it real time too, though. Yeah, well, see, like, I feel like when I was seeing, um, like, the whole, like, hip-hop, like, radio shit, like, I was going to the radio stations, right? Yeah. Seeing that, like, I felt like I was too young to, like, recognize what was happening. You know, like, the commercialization of, like, having these, like, you know, back in that, you know, early 2000s, I would say probably, like, 2004. It's like, you had to have that radio hit to be on. Yeah, for real. And, um... I didn't realize that was, I, I honestly didn't realize that was going on. You know what I'm saying? And, um, like, I don't know, bro. Like, it's just um, finding, like, hip-hop, hip-hop, I didn't, I had to search out for that. Like, I had to search out for the Jay-Zs. I had to search out for the Nas's. Which when I found Nas, like I carried the Christ, Virgin Mary had in the voice, bro. I heard yeah. that shit, like, bro, this is the coldest <laughs> motherfucker out here for real. And I, but you know, because like the lyrical, lyrical shit is what I had to look look for. Yeah, and I had to find that on my own, and um, you know, because I was like so immersed in the, like what was popular, what was the what was in the face, what was in the TV, what was in the radio, you know, and. Mm-hmm. You know, Wu-Tang was out there, but it wasn't popular at the time. And I remember when I found that, you know, the Triumph. That's the first time I heard it. Like, bro, this song is crazy. You know, these, yeah. this, is, this is crazy, you know? And, uh, like, if, you know, that was kind of like the seed. That was like high school. I was already into hip-hop at that time. But I found that shit out. It is crazy because, it, you know, I got back to just making my regular music. You know, I'm an internet kid. You know, I'm just making this music. Blah, 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 blah. Years later, I meet this this cat, big old white dude, wears glasses. He's smoking a blunt. I met him through my homies at Smoke. And, oh, you make music? Oh, yeah, bro, I make music. He started putting me on all these, like, older, like, you know, like, hip-hop. He's the one who actually put me on Jay Dilla. Oh, shit. Stone Stove. Like, I don't know. I, I, I know Stone Stove through my boy. He's na- his name's Nasty Nate. And he's the one who, like, I was already in my, like, I was, like, 20 years old. This guy showed me how to do this shit. Bro, we're gonna keep. He's wake me up. All right, you wanna have a studio session with me? Yeah. All right, I'm, I'm gonna come pick you up at 8 a.m. 8 a.m., bro. What are you talking about? Just be ready at 8 a.m. He Boom. said. He said. Yeah. So I'm up 8 a.m. Fucking tired. And that's what he showed me. All right, we're gonna hit all the thrift stores. We're gonna hit the flea markets. Where are we going to? Records. The records. What records did they have? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm sitting there like, who, Checking is this? It. who is this corny white dude on this fucking house? We don't want this. You know, <laughs> no, that's exactly what we want. You showed me how to dig through crates, bro. Like, yeah. just turned, you know, like, this is a this is white dude. You know what I'm saying? He's showing me all this shit. And he's like, and, all right, we're going to pick out all these records and get to his crib. All right, now we're in his crib. Let's listen to all these records. Listen to all the records. All right, hear that sound? Put that shit. 
you know what I'm saying? The next thing you know, yeah, next thing you know, I'm over there rapping to this shit. And then, like, that's when he showed me, like, what hip hop, like, we're gonna go find me, like, the, you know, that he was so into that shit, bro. He, like I said, he's the one who showed me Jay Dilla. He's the one who showed me Mad Lib. Oh, shit. You yeah. know, MF Doom. Like, he's the one who put me on all the, you know, I didn't find them until I was like in 20s. Yeah. You feel me? Because that's not mainstream rap. Like, you that's have not to find that. Yeah, you have that, to find. You, yeah, so that, that's that type of rap. It's like, if you know, you know, mm-hmm. type of shit, you know? Yeah. And uh, and I'm happy that I found that later on because I feel like I needed that at that time in my life to like sharp tune it. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Yeah. So when I'm rapping with all these like dudes in the streets and I'm telling you, I'm trying to be the best one out of a room full of 10. Yeah. Not necessarily rapping on the things that I want to rap to. You know, I'm just trying to fit in. I'm to be the chameleon, you know, I'll be on everything. Yeah. And I was listening to um, my old SoundCloud and uh, I was listening to the music that my buddy was sending me from like 10 years ago, man. Like from the shit that we we're making, you know? And Yeah. And then I just jumped to the shit that I, you know, from when I left all that and started doing my own thing. It was like a switch, bro. Like somebody was like, hit the switch. The light switch turned on. Like it was like, okay, he sounds like he's just trying to fit in to where he's making the shit his now. Like he's holding the beat down. Like he's not fitting on the beat. He's holding it down now. Oh, yeah. And, that's why I, and like I listen to that now and I'm like, okay, here's a song. Like, this is the switch, you know? Like, this, this is a song from 2012. <laughs> this is a song from 2013. Like, you know, yeah. like, this is... Now, that's dope. To, to be able to have that self-reflection of your own art, to say, like, when you saw the change, you know what I'm saying? That's pretty dope, man. Yeah. And, and I don't know, bro. This is like, you say, yeah, do- it's like documents. Like, you know, the Kanye thing, you know, the Kanye yeah. documentary they do- they documented everything, you know. And that's, yeah, Cootie Bang was out there yeah, doing it. Yeah, I feel like you know that's how a lot of these a lot of us artists are that make you know hip hop music. It's like you listen to, you go down through your catalog and you're like, fuck, this is the place I was at in my life. But sometimes you're like, damn, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Or damn, what the fuck was I on? Where I fucking made this shit sound this tight, you know? Yeah, you want to recreate some of that energy, bring it sometimes, back. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, but then sometimes you're like, all right, well. What's the next move? You know, like yeah. how we gonna, what are we gonna do to change it now? Like, what are we gonna change the game? You know, we can't like stay the same forever. Yeah, yeah. Funny, you know, I bring that up is like uh, this whole little like mixtape that I just made is the Beach Days. It's a lot like rock, you know. There's like rock influence in it. You know, there's like this alternative sound into it. Oh, dope. And the reason why I did that is because it's like I'm away from all the influences from back home. But back home, it was like that. Like, let's get on it. Like. Like let's get on it, you know. And yeah. So I was on that. Like that's what I was on, and I'm like thinking about it. And I'm like, I'm tired of going home and trying to explain to people like all these like jammy bands or like all this alternative music up people up here put me on to, and it's like really good music, you know. And I like try to go home and like tell people, hey, bro, like you just listen to this, like you know, help you with writing, you know. And yeah. My homies be like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then I come <laughs> up here and like I'm trying to explain to my friends up here, like showing them music from back home, being like, bro, like this shit is tight, like listen to this is about, and they're like. I don't know about this, man. I don't know about this, brother. You know? Yeah. So I was like, let me try to like make something that like it fits in between that where I don't have to like explain it to nobody. You know, like when people back home will listen to it, but like, all right, this is a different sound, but what you're talking about is real. Like I feel mm-hmm. it, you know? And then like, you know, same thing on the other side. It's like, oh, we don't really understand what you're talking about, but this music is tight as fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Hitting all the demographics. That's yeah, what's up. Yeah, you know, it is like the whole, like... Uh, that's a true entertainer, man. That's, yeah, I honestly learned that shit from out here, from all, you know, like everybody out here 
just being inspired by seeing everybody and it's like away from all those influences you know it's like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where it's more about the craft yeah you know and, and I don't want to get you know I was getting caught up on the feeling of like all right I'm from this area so I have to make this type of music if I don't make this type of music, people ain't gonna get to, you know? You're talking about Fresno? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. know, I gotta make this like it's gotta be hard, bro. It's got for streets, you know? It gotta be hard mm-hmm. for streets, you know? It's, it's gotta like, be hot. And then I made me realize, like, fuck, bro, like you make what you want. Like whatever you're feeling, that should be what the sound is. Mm-hmm. Like if you're gonna sit here and feel like sad or whatever, I'm not gonna go make a song that's like what up, bitch? What it do? What it do? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm going to take a step back, you know? And, like, mm-hmm. that's what I learned out here. And that's why I called it Beach Days because, it's like, I live by the beach now. And I literally, like, I never lived by the beach in my life. So, this is, like, mm-hmm. the best thing of my life right now. It's just, like, yeah. run down to the beach in the morning. I'm sitting there, like, going through so much shit. I'm just like, fuck it. Like, I'm going to change this sound, you know? Like, I'm just, this yeah. is how I feel. This is what I'm going to put on the song, you know? Like, this is what I'm going to do. That's what's up. Is, was that the one that you was talking about earlier um, that Juice produced? Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Ju- yeah, my boy Juicy, man. I met him. Shout out to Juice. Yeah, bro. He 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 a real one for sure. Real one for sure. I always, I always, I always give him his flowers, bro, because he'd be doing so much for the community out here. Thanks. Um, for the hip-hop community, just in general, bro, like... I'm happy I met him because then too he always like to listen, you know. He'll be like, "Hey, like, I'll give him my input. Like, what do you think?" And he'll give a real, you know, he'll give real input. Mm-hmm. I always appreciate that. That's there's money involved with that, bro. There's value in that. So he's really he's really supporting the yeah, community, bro. Yeah, 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 definitely. And like I said, like I'm just happy I met him, and he was cool enough to like reach back, you know. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of motherfuckers be on their own shit. Like, hey, bro, I'm too fly to be talking to anybody. You feel oh me? yeah, yeah, the bro, whole competition. That's vibe, how I approached him, bro. Like, cause I know how it be. So I approached him in that manner, like, hey, bro, like, turn on some business shit, and he was just like, you know, we cool here, you know, like just. Yeah. Just uh, this and that, boom, 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 we'll figure it out. Okay, shit, this guy cool as fuck. And it's, yep. it's been good since, you know? He's one of the coolest dudes yeah. in the community. Yeah, yeah. And this hip-hop community, bro, is like, like I said, bro, the ecosystem, bro. You going to work with mm-hmm. it? The angle, you know what I'm saying? And yep. Same thing with like the fucking whole uh, fat bowl ciphers, bro, like pulling yeah. up to that thing, too. It's like everybody can think they're the greatest MC until you pull up to one of those motherfuckers, bro. Yeah. You pull up in, you pull up with your chest out, you know? Someone's gonna go push that motherfucker in. Yeah, <laughs> somebody. Yeah. It's bro, not easy. It's not, bro. Even, even, you know, like I pulled up and I, I was like, oh, I, I seen who was rapping. I was like, all right, bro, we, got really, we really gotta pull it up now, you know? Like, we really gotta pull it up now. Yeah, you never and know who's gonna show up, cuz. Yeah, whether it be like, you know, sick MCs to Knack One, you know, or sick producers like Juice, bro. It's like, yes. Yeah. Jadon Blackamore step in there. Was he at the one? Uh, man, I, I remember. It was real close to it, man. He just, you know, he's been doing concerts, you know, reggae artists around here just step in, just yeah. hop on the mic. You bro, know? it is crazy, bro. And like, I'm, I'm thankful that you got this podcast because you're shining light on all of that. Yeah. All of that. And it's necessary, man. It's necessary, bro. And, uh, like I be going home and showing everybody all these like songs and they're like, bro, this like somebody from out in Humble made this. I'm like, yeah, bro, like there is real shit out here. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I always take it back home because it's like the shit needs to be seen from you know, like everywhere. Everywhere. Yep. Like everybody needs to hear this shit. And it's like yep. like you know, like I said, from you know, everybody that Juicy's create, you know, Juicy's working with um, Reef and Soul, um, mm-hmm. you know, Weirdo, all these people, like, they're really great at what they do, you know what I'm saying? Josh, yeah, 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 bro, everybody, uh, like, everybody from that camp, like, I just give them their flowers because it's like, 
Like it, is, it takes a real team to do all that, you know? Yep. And they're younger cats too. And oh. so to be able to be like, to drop the, that on the level, that competition vibe and be able to just collaborate, yeah, that bro, strength. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, like I said, that gives, like watching them gives me that feeling I had with my, my homies back home when I was like 16, 17, you know, I'm like, bro, this is so cool. That's what makes me turn into them, bro. And mm-hmm. Like I said, it's the, the ecosystem, full circle because I came out here, I was listening to them, listening to them and I eventually met Juice and I was like, oh, you know. I don't know if I'm be able to make music with these guys because they're already on their shit. I don't know if they got the time for this, you know? And then, it looks like that from the outside, yeah, right? You know, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I said, talk to Juice. We had a little conversation about making things accessible, you know? And he's like, it's all attainable. Everything's attainable if you go after it, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, bro, like, I I had nothing but good things to say about the man because he, you know, he be doing good shit out here. Yeah. I, I fuck with it 100%. 100%. Yep. Shout out to Juice, mm-hmm. Eli. I mean, a shout out to the whole city hippie crew. Yeah, bro. Everybody on Humboldt, to be honest, bro. Yeah. Everybody out in Humboldt. Like, even, uh, you fuck with Igel? Igel? I never met him. Igel, he's, bro, he's a super cool dude. He's got some, like, the most positive music. Uh, like, one of the dudes I can listen to just to, like, Heal myself. He be talking about a lot of heal, healing shit, bro, which is oh, like, shit. we need that shit a lot, bro. Yeah, I'll turn, about you on, that. I'll turn you on to him after this. And yeah, for real. Good luck. The dude, he uh, produces them. They're young cats, bro, like 20, 21. Super cool kids, bro. Um, but the dude that produces them a lot, I love you, Josh. I yeah. don't know if you've seen him or seen him around. I follow him, yeah. Yeah, yeah, bro. He's like a great producer, bro. Like, yeah. He's like already like light years ahead, bro. That's you know, he's light years ahead, and I, I, that's why I really look. I, I fuck with him. He got a, he produced a couple of joints on my last tape too, and dope. You know, he yeah, he he's just he, just positive kids, bro. And I like I like working around that energy. One, it's like I'm 29, bro. They're like, they're like 20, 21. It keeps me young, bro. Like it keeps mm-hmm. me in the like it keeps me in the loop. And at the same time, they're like so inspiring because I see myself in them a little bit you know I'm like mm-hmm. bro I remember being like on the grind like that and being like fuck I need to make the next best thing you know and it's like they need some I'm not saying that nobody needs anything but like I just wish I was there you know they had somebody like me that was around I was like in the same thing kind of like kicking good game mm-hmm. you know because I had straight motherfuckers around me that are like hey fuck this rapping shit bro like you need to be making some money elsewhere you know but mm-hmm. I, I told myself I'm never gonna be that guy like, if I'm going to be around people making music and they're younger than me, like, I'm just, do the music, do the music, do the music, every time, every time, every time. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And Yeah. Yeah, I, that's, I fuck with those guys a lot. I do. And uh, Forrest Green, too, he moved out back to the Bay, but, bro, these are, like, some lyricists, like, on another level. Like, mm-hmm. and they're young, and, bro, like, there's no flat, like, it's, like, no flash. It's just all emotion, bro. And I'll, I'll show you, bro. They, they they some real ones, bro. And I, that's some of the people I really like fucking with out here because... Like I said, it gives me that feeling of like, well, first was starting rapping, you know, like we only, you know, like all yeah. the extra production shit. Like this is just the meat and potatoes, you know, like the meat mm-hmm. raw meat and potatoes. Let's go. Like that's what's up. Yeah, but. it's good to have those kind of elements out here, man. Like we really need that. Like something else. Um, I'm just, you know, just putting it out there, just because I always do, man. Like um, another outlet that exists around here is Word Humble. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, like you know, like I mean, if when you're an MC. And it sounds like, you know, you specifically said on here, like, you're about writing your bar. So you're a wordsmith. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, the wordsmiths around here typically have, um, like, a good, uh, you know, experience at, I want to say always, have a good experience at the word humble um 
spoken word, like poetry jams. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you get up, you get up there, and like folks are like into you know the words. They're mm-hmm. listening to your bars. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? So like, if you ever get a chance, head over there, man. Like you'll you'll enjoy yourself. You know? Yeah, bro. I, I like doing the shows, but they're <laughs> they're more terrifying to me than any other show, bro. Like you can put me on a stage, thousands of people, big speakers, the lights or whatever, and I could be mm-hmm. just fine, bro. Like I got. Well, you fucking have a small room. There's like two, four, five, ten people in the room. Like mm-hmm. I get fucking in. Like I start getting nervous because, like I said, bro, it's like there's no speaker to hide behind. There's no lights behind. Like there's no crowd to hide behind. There's no entourage to hide behind. It's yeah. just you and your emotion, your feeling, and your words. And you know, vulnerable that's a, as fuck. That's gonna say that's a very vulnerable spot to be in. And uh. Like I said, that shit is it, more terrifying, but it's more like I feel like those shows are like more fulfilling for me. So mm-hmm. I've done some where I've like pulled up like to try some new verses out. All right, let me try this one over here, see how people react to it. Uh, here, 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 this open mic, this open mic. And I like, I'm never afraid to let anybody know, like, hey, I'm in a vulnerable position right now. So I'm sorry if I sound nervous, you know, like I'll tell people, you know, straight up, like uh, people at uh, Redwood Retro, they have like the little. A open mic over there I pull up sometimes And like I'll yeah. say, I'm never afraid to tell them Like look These are new verses There's only a few people in here I'm sorry But I'm vulnerable Just work with me right now Yeah, yeah. Like, And folks right here Are cool with it Yeah you know? bro And I can say that shit Like I'm I, I want You know I gotta make that shit normal You know what I'm saying It's like I'm not gonna sit here And like Pretend it You know Like and be like Tough guy all the time You know I'll be on stage I'll tell people like Hey Us artists are vulnerable And like when You see an artist on stage no matter what he's doing, whatever he's doing, there's an artist on stage. That's the most vulnerable he's going to be. And he's letting you, he or she, you know, is letting you into the world, you know, because, and if all this, all this artist shit was easy, bro, there would be a lot more of us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. There would be a lot more of us. And, uh, like I, I know motherfuckers are the best MCs in the world. Like, you know, I feel like they're the best MCs in the world, but they can't stand on stage for a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You know? So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, being a fucking artist was that easy. Like, every, everybody would be doing it. Like, right. you know? And yeah. like, you know, we live in this internet world where everybody can rap. Everybody can rap. Yeah. Can everybody uh, perform? Right. You right. know what I'm saying? Can everybody perform? Mm-hmm. And that's why we see, that's why we see a lot of flops these days, bro. Like we watch all these, it's like, you know, like we watch a lot of these people come in and they come out. They come in because like, they had that one hit song that's on TikTok, that's on Instagram. Like everybody fuck with it. But once you see them on stage, you're like, that's it? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that's it? Stage presence is a real thing, man. Mm-hmm. Charisma on that level, mm-hmm. you know? One dude I talked about already, right? You know, Highway's got mm-hmm. that. You know, it's like the crowd control. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, that's an art and that's a skill that like, you know, you like, you got to build that. Mm-hmm. And and there's, there's going to be the people that are naturally inclined because of their own talents and skills with them. And then it's going to be the people that are going to like build that muscle. And then there's going to be the people that just don't have it too. Yeah, bro. And, uh, it, it, it's just, um, it's, it's like a toolbox, bro. Like I, I told you, I got some, uh, Songs of Fast, you know, and Fashon. And he, See, that's crazy, cuz. We got to talk about that. Uh, we, bro, that's, my, that's one of my heroes to this day, bro. I ain't going to hold you. but uh, Shout out to Fashon. We was, you know, I pulled up on him, and 
we're skating and shit and like in Fresno. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. So like, we out there. I'm are like, you cra- are you serious? Yeah, you. All right, I'll start with that story too. The whole thing with Fast, like I can sit here and say that's like one of my favorite rappers, bro. Because a lot of people say Nas is their favorite rapper and shit, but I'm like, bro, like this is, Nas was his favorite. He signed, he was signed to Nas' label for a fact, yeah, you know, Nas Appeal for yeah, a minute, yeah, you know. Bro. Like I said, I really pay attention to this man because it's like my superhero, bro. Like, what yeah. About? Nah, that's dope. Cause you know what I'm saying. It's like he was he was coming out the valley, not trying to be the the D boy. He wasn't trying to be the pimping. He wasn't trying to be the gangster. He was being somebody out there. You know, just a regular street kid. Out there, you know. Yep. Yeah. Like good kid, Mad City type shit. And he came up too, man. He really put Fresno on on a certain level. You know. Yeah, bro. Cause I remember, <laughs> I remember the date, bro. Like. MTV was covering a 2010 double XL freshman list. Yeah. And uh I'm with like, Fashawn on there. Bro, Fashawn was on there, bro. And I'm sitting there as a kid, bro. Get like I'm waking up, watch MTV every morning, because that's the only like my era, that's the only time they played music videos. For real. Morning on the way to school. So I would wake up early and trying to watch all these music videos, and then they they had they'd have like the hip hop news and like little segments in between. Yeah. And uh, I just remember, like, I'm getting ready and, like, oh, 2010 freshman list. We got, like, Wiz Khalifa, Pittsburgh, Nipsey Hussle, um, you know, L.A., Slauson, Fashan, Fresno. As soon as I heard Fresno, I was like, wait, what? Turn that yeah. shit up. And I'm, like, sitting there watching it. And, like, I see the list. And I'm like, all right, let me get on the internet. Let me see what this is about, you know? Like, I don't even know anything about this 2010 list and like, any list, you know? So I'm like, oh, wait, what the fuck? Like, da, 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 da. like I'm knowing all these rappers because I'm... I grew up in the the, the internet mixtape age. Yeah. I was able to just jump on my computer and like download. Yeah, talk about it, cuz. You talking about Dat Piff? What you mm-hmm. talking about? Dat Piff, uh, there was live mixtapes. There was. Yeah. Uh, yep. What was the other one? Ah, oh, fuck, man. There was so many, but I used to be on that shit religiously. Like, mm-hmm. you wake up every morning, what, what mixtape we got? What mixtape we got? Yep. Uh, but yeah, we'll go back to the fast thing. We'll, we'll get into it, but we'll go back fast. I, I was getting on fast through that time, you know, because I, like, you know, I found out about that. And then that's when I started getting into the mixtapes. And mixtapes, was, I was just so, like, this guy was from the neighborhood. You know, he's from he's from where I'm from, bro. This is attainable. Like, you Represent, know, like, yeah. yeah. So I went out to a couple of shows, you know, and I was like, man, this is, like, I was all about it. I was all about it. Then, you know, years later, I have this one song. We'll touch on it a little bit, but yeah, I got this one song. I'm really happy about it, um, and I kind of just, I don't know. I did that shit that every kid does. So like, I'm gonna fucking send a message to you know to Fishon to see if he responds or whatever, bro. Oh shit! And I sent the message, bro. He responded. I was like, all right, we in now, bro. Like, I have to do something about this now, you know? And yeah. It's like, what? What was? What was? What, where'd you send him a message at? Instagram, bro. Oh, I was like shit. on Instagram, bro, and like I, you know, yo, know, I gave him the whole thing. I said, bro, I'm a big fan. I'm making music now. You know, I'm real inspired by you. This and that. You know, a lot of people would be like, that's just writing, but I'm like, bro, I'm I'm a kid, bro. Like, I'm a big fan of this shit. There ain't nobody coming from where I'm from that I can relate to like this. You know? Yeah. So I'm like, I got this song. I, I want you on it. He's just like, give me the whatever. You know? Yeah, this is what we can do to get me on a song. Okay, that, yeah, we can make it work. Send me the song. Send him a song and he hits me back. Like, oh yeah, like yeah, I could get on this for sure. You know, <laughs> fucking probably like this is the fucking most like craziest like work ethic I've ever seen in my life. Like I sent it to him that day and then he sent me the verse of that night. Oh, 
What? Literally that night, like I'm like, got home from work, took a shower, fucking ate my food, looked at my email, and I was like, oh shit. That's crazy. And bro, like you don't like I don't know if you know the feeling, bro, but when you hear like your fucking childhood, like like superhero, like on a beat, original beat that your boy made for you, a song that you created. Oh, I was man. like, dude. Like, this is so fucking crazy, bro. This is so crazy. That's dope. Yeah, bro. It was one of the, And there's a dude named Ray Young, back where I'm from, too. He's super, super, like, one of the best rappers, I would say, that I, I know personally. Like, at the Fresno? Yeah. Yeah, at the Fresno area. Five, five, he's by Celia, but that's just, it's, it's the same area. It's all the same area. Yeah. But, bro, he is, like, one of the best. He's like, I'm actually proud of the boy because he's uh like a pastor now and stuff and like you oh, know shout he, out. he's using his like you know his 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 hip hop voice and what he does to project to like you know he he's doing things that fit his life now. You know? Yeah, that's what's up. And that's what's you know that's what's about. Yeah, but he be you know he be doing good things for the community. But um, I reached out to him too, and you know he was putting me onto a lot of shows at the time, and I just kind of was like, hey, bro, like I got the Fashan verse, like it would be only right to have you on here. You know, because it's, you know, it's you and you, you know, like I yeah. looked up to both of you guys, like it'd be only right to have you here. And he's like, bro, it's all love. That's dope. Cause he even took me, cause me and my buddy, we was, uh, uh, he was having trouble uh, sleeping and um, he started making beats. His name's Tracy. He got out the army and he, he just had some things going on with his life and he couldn't sleep at night and uh that ptsd is crazy man yeah, bro, uh, shout you know, out to I, them i'll speak yeah. on a little bit more but that's not my story to tell you feel me yeah but he was having trouble sleeping and he found out you know he heard a couple of my mixtapes he's like hey bro you make music i was like yeah bro I'm making. he's like i'm starting to make beats you know he, he'll show me his beats and i'm like i'm i'm never the type like <laughs> never the type to discourage anybody especially when they're in earlier in their stages you know i'm not like oh this is whack this is trash i'm like all right this is cool bro you should work on it some more keep working keep working just keep working you know that's and it's just like the lights with shit one day he showed me a beat and i was like this is time <laughs> yeah. this is on bro we on now yeah and that's that first beat, you know, that I like, you know, we made the song. It started getting a little traction back home. Everybody was telling me they like it. I learned how to put it on Spotify. We learned how to put it on iTunes. We learned how to sell it. And then that's whenever I got fast for the remix. I was like, yo. And he was like, okay, yeah, fuck with this. And then that kind of followed on over. Damn. Yeah, bro. And it, it is crazy, bro, because we were doing these shows, right? We were getting booked for these shows. And we're beating all these guys that had these like micro labels and they had like people pushing money on them, you know? And they're like, oh, hey, you know, we'll pay for the slot. We'll pay for the slot. And like, mm -hmm. me and my friend were making this shit out of a staircase, you know? And like, we're beating <laughs> yeah. all these motherfuckers out. Just, That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Cheers, my man. Cheers. Cheers, cuz. Yes, sir. That's a dope story, man. Like, you were really holding it down in Fresno before you came up here, man. Oh, yeah, man. We were trying to, man. We were just trying to. And it's like, that's the thing. It's like, we wanted to be hip hop. We wanted to be. We wanted to be a part of the culture without having to, like, follow into the same suit as everybody else. Like, I didn't want to make music for North Daniels because, like, I know there's a certain crowd that comes out. Like, I can easily get, you know, millions of views if I wanted to, but I'm not going to follow that suit. You know, like, mm -hmm. I, it, the music doesn't even have to be good for them to come out. Like, and that's no disrespect to anybody that's making music because there's a lot of good artists that I still follow that be making that type of music. Mm -hmm. But it's like, that's not what I'm into. Yeah, you don't. You're not. A, you're not a formula guy. Yeah, you know, it's like I'm not into that. Like I'm not. Um, Cause I'll touch on a subject too, where there was a neighborhood hero. 
by Bandit. And, uh, you know, he was really active in, in, the, in the life. He was very motivated in that lifestyle. <laughs> I'm going to say mm-hmm. that. He was motivated in that lifestyle. <laughs> and um, he had this song I really liked. I really, really liked it. And I recorded on it just for myself because I'm like, I want to hear this on my own because this is, I want to hear myself next to this guy. Like, this, I just want to hear it on my own. The mixtape era folks was doing that. Bro, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. It's like, I just want to hear I'm not even going to put it out. I just want to hear it on my own. But he ended up hearing it and was like, bro, like, you do whatever the fuck you want with this song. Like, yeah, take the beat. Like, I bought the beat, but you could take it, like, and just just put it out. Do whatever you want with it. It's basically what he told me. Damn. And then to me, I was like, whoa, like, shit. Like, okay, look, all right. And that's the validation right there. But, cause. Yeah, but at the same time, there's some shit they're saying on there that kind of don't fit my lifestyle. You know, they, they talking on ops and shit. And mm-hmm. like, I'm just a kid trying to rap because I like the song. And I realized I get some looks now, like, you know, like back then, it was like, all right, we ain't going to listen to him because he's over here rapping with this fool. Like, oh, he's a part of this clique now. He's a part of this. Like, oh, yeah. That's, that, I learned that early on. Like, okay, like if we're going to make, if I'm going to make somebody with somebody, you know, that's somebody that's cut from it, like we ain't going to be talking about this because I can't be fucking up my shit. You can't be fucking up your shit. That's a good experience, man. That's dope. That's <laughs> a know, dope like, story because. But yeah, it's like. A buddy of mine that told me back then, you know, uh, you know what red and blue makes? Green. You feel me? So mm-hmm. that's like, that. I was like, all right, well, I ain't fucking, we ain't doing that. We ain't yeah. doing that, especially with the music that we're putting our hearts into. Like, yeah, we ain't doing that. We're going to leave that for the next man to do. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll leave that for the next man to do. Like, we ain't going to be calling out no ops. Like, we, you know what I'm saying? That's not our story to tell. Yeah. Shout out to you, though, for knowing, like, that's not what you're about in terms of, like, you know, you're not trying to take the art on that path yeah it, it it's just like i said bro we all from the streets it's just we don't have to be the fucking gangster we don't have to be the drug dealer we don't have to be the pimp we don't have to be the whatever it's you know how to survive from getting up down to the street back home that's that's being from the streets you know like everybody but people take that that term and kind of like twist it up and be like oh bro i'm from the streets that means i'm from the fucking i'm the best motherfucker out here you know i'm the fucking hardest mother it's like nah bro like if you're the man that had the fucking nine to five and still made it back home going down those streets like that's 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 what the streets is you know yeah, you're allowed you, to tell about it you made it out that motherfucker like mm-hmm. that, that's that's what you want that's the goal you know mm-hmm. that's the goal speak on what I know and what I grew up knowing, but I'm going to put it on this, this fucking, this softer sound, this, this different sound, you know, mm-hmm. but it's all still tied into hip hop. I'm still speaking on what's important to me. I'm still speaking on all this. Like there's still the elements of here. We got, well, you want some 808s? There's still some 808s in there, but you know what? I'm going to mix it up with the alternative fucking riff in there. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm going to throw this softer sound, like, you know, it was like uh, the first version I had of uh, the good guys don't win was like the bounce of it was, like, I've been too humble now. You know, I've been too humble, but good guys don't win. Take that out, and I'm gonna pretend. You know what I'm saying? And it's yeah. like I made an alternate version with the the guitars and shit. It's like took a step back. I've been too humble now. I got a bad bad boy can't throw anybody on the back. Like, you yeah, know? Like, a little bit more feeling to it. 
Shit, cuz. You know, and uh, that's just, like I said, just being away from all that, like, influence of, the sh- like, you know, the, the street sound, but, like, keeping that 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 feeling alive, keeping that that heart in there, you know, keeping that yeah. heart. It's crucial. It is, bro. And, like, you know, go to a lyric that I wrote, you know, it was like, bitch, I love the Ville. They gave me my start. Everywhere I go, this shit's in my heart, you know? And yeah. It's the truth, bro. It's like, you, you know, it goes back to that, take the boy out the hood, you know? Can't take the hood out the boy in some type of way, you know? And that doesn't necessarily mean that he's always going to be a fucking crazy, you know, wilding all the time. But it's like, you know when not to get hustled, you know? And you know how to survive. Yeah. And any, you know, you put me anywhere, you can put you anywhere, you're going to survive. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's just... Goes back to learning how to walk up the street and walking back. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah, you know, when you're in the culture like that, you know what I'm saying? Like you learn how to operate mm-hmm. and you have to continue to learn how to operate depending on what you're doing, whether you're doing music, whether you're doing anything grimier, you know what I'm saying? You have to learn. Yeah, you gotta know how to navigate, you gotta know how to navigate in situations, in situations. Yeah. But you say you want to talk on some, like, because this is what I wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah, let's do it, cuz. So, the mixtape era. We're going to talk, I want to talk about, what was that? Because I missed the, like, selling out the trunk. Because a lot of that shit, a lot of Bay Area cats were doing that. That was, like, the whole independent artist, I feel like, was coming from the Bay Area. Because, you know, that's when the motherfucker would print the CDs themselves, sell it out the trunks themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was the big culture from there. Yeah. What was the what was the mixtape era like down south? Was it similar or was it a little bit like was it less uh, was it was a lot less of that going on? Yeah, you know, like I think there was there's there's certain spots where you're gonna be able to get music and come up right. Like you got to know certain blocks you be able to go, and there's just a dude selling all kinds of CDs, mm. right? So you got to kind of like know where to he go. Like the dude that got like the black binder. You oh yeah, the black binder. yeah. That that or man, you know, when I when I was growing up in LA, you know, you just have somebody just on the side of the street, and I mean, man, you got like. Three hundred CDs just like laid out on just on the on the concrete on yeah. the block. You know what I'm saying? And like that's how you really like that's how you find out like what's hidden. You know what I'm saying? That's how you find out what's also not hidden. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's got everything. Bro's got everything. You know. So like it was all about finding the right spots. Like you can go like now. Like now the spots are even fewer mm-hmm. to reach, right? Because physicals are just a whole different thing, yeah. right? You know what I'm saying? But back then it was like you just had to know the right spots, yeah. and then you just had to hope that the dude that was selling CDs was selling what you wanted to listen to. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like it was it was a different scene. You know and what I'm hopefully saying? Hopefully you did it. You know nothing happened. On the way to get that CD. Yeah, exactly right. Or, you know, yeah. But um, that mixtape era where people were selling out of the trunk, that was an interesting era because, like, that was like, I almost feel like the mixtape era had two portions of out the trunk, right, which was going on from, like, really when CDs popped off and, like, from the 80s up until about the 2000s, right? People were mm-hmm. selling physicals. Yeah, really I mean, so like 2000, like 2008 was even like the later years because yeah. I was I was even like my first mixtapes, I was printing on CDs and like handing them out like business cards. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and that was absolutely the way to get the music out for real. Like for like, and even still, they're still doing physicals. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's just like, does the person have the player? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But um, and then like for me, like with the mixtape era, then it moved into 
when you know Napster came about and download, and then you know you had you know. Hey, we all we all infected our auntie's fucking computer with the fucking virus with the LimeWire and Napster, <laughs> yeah. bro. LimeWire was it, cuz. Yeah. I fucking gave my aunt my there so many fucking viruses trying to fucking <laughs> download Numb featuring Jay-Z, Linkin Park. <laughs> yeah. I remember downloading that exact track. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. That was when it was the digital age of mixtapes, right? That's when it moved to like that piff, mm-hmm. you know. And on another note, bro, that's whenever we started seeing rappers on. YouTube. Yeah. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That, yep. That's the era that I grew up in. That's mm-hmm. the because like, but I was thankful enough to have like that, like like a good foundation in hip hop. Cause I feel, you know, I feel like one thirty three six mafia is a really good foundation. Oh, know? without a doubt. That's you my know? foundation right there too. Cause so you know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. you know, put you know, along with like two the two pocks and biggies, you know what I'm saying? Which I'll go to war with everybody. I tell hey, you wanna know the best rapper from California? People right away. Tupac, Tupac. I'm like, nope, it's Nick Drake. No. <laughs> that's, just <laughs> yeah. that's just me. That's just me. That's just me. But anyways, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I feel like I had a good foundation on that already, like a good understanding of hip hop. So whenever like this mixtape age started coming around, where you can just go on like that piff, you can go on live mixtapes, you know, and uh, not a lot of people knew about it. But you know, if you knew, like I said, it was a thing. If you knew, you knew. So all these rappers that we hear now that are like these mega fucking stars, you know, down the line, Wiz Khalifa, Big Sean, like I was a big fan of them, like in their mixtape days. Yeah. Because like, you know, like I didn't have to you say you had to go find a spot. You had to know the spot. Like me as a kid, I was I jumped on the internet, like I'll find a blog, oh, who's this guy? Let me go download. And you know, you just follow him from there, you know? Yep. You follow him from there. And like I said, I was on Wiz Khalifa real early. I was on uh, Kendrick Lamar real early. Uh, yeah. I was on the, all like all these mega stars, bro. Like I was downloading their mixtapes and it got to a point where I was like, I was like the kid at school where it's like, hey man, you got music, you know? And it's like, yeah, I had to explain to people like I got music, but it's not like the music you listen to because not, yeah. every, not everybody knew like the Wiz Khalifas and J. Oh, yeah. uh, J. Cole's. Like they didn't oh, know. Time. Yeah. Oh, like, not a lot of people really knew about that. They were still on to like what was on the radio. Like they want to know what was playing. You know, they wanted what was on the radio on their on their play. And I had to explain to people like, I got dope music, but it's not not what you want. You know, but now, now it's what everybody wants. You know, right? And then, and then they heard it though because it was you know some of the beats that they had already heard, but different people rapping over yeah. them, and so they're like, oh, this is dope. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Oh, but don't get me started on the Weezy saga, bro. Shoot. Chameleon, right. you remember Chameleon's run, the mixtape messiah? Mixtape messiah, bro. The mixtape messiah, bro. He killed that whole series, bro, man. No cuss word, bro. He was crazy. <laughs> yeah. That was crazy, bro. He's I'm having you about Chameleon era because he's so unfucking talked about and like so underrated I, these days, bro. This one was like literally the fucking like this will change shit around, bro. Like he was so lyrical, but like they were putting him on all these like radio hits, bro. And mm-hmm. that's, that that was the deadly fucking combination because they're like, this guy's fucking super lyrical. He's talking about some crazy shit. He ain't fucking saying one goddamn bad word. Yep. And we're putting him on all these beats that everybody wants to listen to. Like it, yep. it was a winning combination, bro. Like it was Thanks. a winning combination. And it's like you even like, you know, somebody does something bad in any movie. What do you hear? Riding dirty, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it was a deadly, 
deadly combination, bro. Nobody talks yeah. about Chameleon. Like, I love Chameleon, bro. I love all that. Like, I fell in love with the uh, whole, like, South, bro. Like, the whole, like, grill shining, you know, Paul Wall, MJG, you know what I'm saying? Like, yep. I love that shit, bro. I miss that Glasses Malone, bro. Like, yeah. that was a good era, bro. Yeah, for real. The Michael 5000 Watts era, man, right then. Like, you actually, that's dope that you brought that up because that's how I actually came up on Paul Wall was through Chameleon Air mixtapes. Mm. And I'm like, oh, and then, you know, like I said, like, then you just move into the whole, you know, um, Swisher House, mm-hmm. the whole Michael 5000 Watts crew, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. That was a dope time, man. Like, I'm glad you experienced that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, like I said, bro, I was I was young, but I was paying attention, you yeah. know? So, like, being in the uh, the radio stations with my brother-in-law and all that, like, you know, shouts out to Jason. He went by Jam and Jay, you know, got to give him a little plug real quick. But Shout out, yeah. But he would, you know, I'm always paying attention, so I'd always be on that shit. But I was really, uh, so what made me, like, get into, like, I was in the junior high, and I was like, all right, I want to rap. That was my thing. So I was like listening to like all this crazy shit. Like I was like, I got into Tech Nine so hard, bro. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Especially in like junior high, like you know, junior high you're trying to be like the edgy kid, you know. It's like, and like I said, I was into rock. So I'm like, how can I like fit into like this? Like I want to be like be edgy. I want to wear my like spike bracelet and shit, but I still want to be in hip hop, you know. Like I still yeah. want to be around the streets and shit. And like I found Tech Nine, I'm like, bro, this is like. This is cool. I could fit in here, you know? Yeah. But everything fucking changed. Everything fucking changed, bro, when I heard that fucking Lil Wayne, bro. When I heard Lil Wayne remixing all these motherfucking songs, I was like, like, my head just, like, exploded, like, Mm -hmm. wait a minute, like, and let's be real, bro, like, I, there was a time, bro, when it was like, if you were a fan of, like, hip-hop, hip-hop, you were not a fan of Lil Wayne, uh huh. It's not like till now, like you know, a couple of years ago, people were like, "All right, Lil Wayne's fucking stamped in hip hop." Yeah, he you just goes. He, he's status, got, yeah. yeah, he's got his. He's got his flowers now, but it's like when he started doing his shit. Like there was you, there was a there was a shift in hip hop when he started doing that, and mm-hmm. people didn't know how to feel about it. Mm-hmm. People didn't know how to feel about it. Yeah, for me, dude, I thought it was like. It was like seeing Michael Jackson all over because I told you the Michael Jackson tape, bro. Like, yeah. you know, it was like seeing Michael Jackson all over again. But this time I'm a little older. You know what I'm saying? He, he's, bro, it was, it was like insane to me. I was, I was, he was like, killing bro, it. Yeah, I was like, I want to be like this fool. Like, I, he, he talk, he talk about swag this, swag that. Like, he's got the illest, like, you know, he's got fucking bars on top of bars. This bar runs into this bar. This bar goes back to that bar. Like, I don't yeah. know what this fool's possessed by, but he's <laughs> killing. He is killing it. Yeah. I was running with those mixtapes. And then, uh, yeah, you know, eventually get into the life. You know, you're like, fuck, who's next? Who's next? And then, like, you know, ran into Wiz Khalifa. I loved, mm-hmm. I loved all his shit because yeah. around that time I was smoke. I started smoking weed. My parents grew weed back home. My mom was smoking weed, and well, you know she wasn't smoking weed at the time. But my my dad was growing weed. Mm. They try to play the whole card on me, like, "Oh, you can't smoke." But I'm like, "Man, you guys growing, chill out." Uh-huh, yeah. So yeah, I'm smoking <laughs> weed. And I start smoking weed. I'm like listening to Wiz Khalifa, and eventually start helping my dad. So it's like going hand to hand, you know. It's like all right, the stuff yeah. shit with the. Like, he was killing the mixtapes, man. The mix. That's what I'm telling you. The mixtape era, bro. Um, Boarding Pass was the first one I got from him, um, and then it was fucking uh, Cushion Orange Juice. Mm. I really remember. And then off of that was the um, cabin fever. Oh yeah, yeah, you know. And then from there, that's when he, you know, I, 
I feel like I stopped listening to artists whenever they drop an album because I was like, bro, I'm already on their mixtapes. You know, yeah. I feel like this is their best work because this is like where they're really grinding, bro. The cool shit. Yeah. yeah. This is like you can tell like this is where they're really like getting the shit. So I'm like. Big Sean, um, I'm on all the big crit, bro. Like, yeah, crit was bro, solid. Um, like, we'll go back to the 2010 freshman list, bro. Like, everybody on there was fucking legendary. It was like Fashan, um, Nipsey, Nipsey was on there, J Rock was on there, <laughs> yeah. J Cole was on there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a crazy one. Yeah, who else was on there? OJ the Juice Man, bro. Like, I was yeah. just, I literally was just talking about OJ the Juice Man because like, you've seen all these rappers and they're displaying their skills set. And, Oh, bro, I'm fucking rapping this. I'm rapping. You hear OJ the Juice Man just being a street ass mother. Tim Reeves on like a basketball player. Like, hey, yeah. like, bro, this was just cool as fuck. He didn't even got a rap, but he's just cool. Yeah. But yeah, dude. That man. was a cool ass freshman class. Bro, that man. was like the best one, I would say. That was the best one. Wasn't Wiz Khalifa on there too, though, or no? Wiz was on that one. Yeah. Wiz was on that one, bro. So that's why, like, as a kid, seeing Fast on that shit, like, that. I know all it with the great bro, from Fresno. Bro, See, that's that's dope, cuz. And then then finding out that he comes out of fucking PA. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Bro, it's just it just all made sense to me. Yeah, uh but we're gonna talk on this now. Yeah. The next freshman list. K dot. Yeah. K dot. Mm-hmm. Bro, I could sit here, I'll go to war with anybody. That's my when, once I heard his shit, that was my favorite. Favorite, favorite rapper. This is like I said, he, he talks about all the street shit, bro, but it's not from a pimp perspective. It's not from a gang member perspective. It's not from a fucking drug dealer. It's from a normal kid just trying to live mm-hmm. and try to survive, bro. And that's what made me like really fucking connect to him. You know what I'm saying? And I, I just, I, I say that's my favorite rapper to this day. Yeah. You know, and that I feel you. Hearing, um, you know, when he used to go by K Dot, the first thing I heard from him was the C C four, C four, yeah, because it was him. He flipped the whole Carter album, Carter three, the Little Wayne album. Yeah, Kendrick Lamar flipped that whole album like on he a mixtape, every song, and put it out as a mixtape. Mm-hmm. That's when I was like, this guy is the fucking goat. Yeah, and then I see him on, uh, I see this guy named Kendrick Lamar on Double XL twenty ten. That's K Dot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yep. what do you mean, K Dot? That must be his name, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah. ever since then, bro, it was like uh, OD. No, it was a Kendrick Lamar EP, and then it was OD. And then after OD was the Section 80. Uh, Section 80, yeah. And that's when the Section 80 happens, when you're like, okay, this full is breaking out of that mixtape era, and he's like, He's going. He's going further than that. You know? Yeah. He's going further than that. He's doing it big. Yeah. After after the OD, it was the second. Yeah. Once you heard Section Eighty, once you heard the like you know, yeah, with uh, Rick Mortis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. Uh, well, I was trying to think of the lyric that you said. Uh, something about I see it. Uh, Passes in a full in a pool of fire, holding hands from a distance. I don't know which one's a Christian. Damn, uh, I was like, bro, this this, bro, this was crazy, bro. Yeah, and, and he's been holding that torch. Bro, all right. what is this like? Twenty years? No, not twenty years, man. We're more like fifteen. Bro, there's so much music out right now, and this is like you know just just being in the streaming area, you know, because like we got past the mixtape press, and I was just the streaming area. Mm-hmm. So it's like there's so much music. I kind of like just attach myself to 
things that I really like because there's just so much, bro. Like I can just, you remember how it used to be, bro, where it's like you catch an album and then you have to wait like two, three months until the next album. You know, like Jay-Z drop. You're going to listen to fucking Blueprint all the way until Eminem drop. Yeah. And Eminem drop. You're going to listen to Eminem until fucking 50 drop. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yep. like now you just turn in every Thursday, like 12 o'clock, you know, Thursday night, 12 o'clock. Yep. Who's got who's got an album? So mm-hmm. I kind of like gravitate to what I know and like not know, but like just what I like, I guess. Yeah. Know? No, I feel you. There's so much out there at this point, man. Like even just on a mainstream level, even just keeping up with the people that you like, you know what I'm saying? That gives you enough music to listen to. It's just, it's, uh, I, and I'm not even going to speak on, you know, whether it's too diluted or not. It's just a large quantity yeah. of art out there. Yeah. You know? So I could say, you know, I was kind of like found a little, um, little insecure coming on here. Cause I'm like, man, I haven't even really been hung up on any albums. So we're going to talk, you know, we got to talk about hip hop, you know? Yeah. I'm always podcast. down. Chop it but, up. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was like, fuck, I don't know. I don't know which what, what I should be speaking on, you know. It's all good, cause the last fucking album. What did you think about last Kendrick album? Oh man, Mr. I Morale, really, I really liked it, Mr. Morale. Yeah, no. I mean, I really liked it. I thought he was, I thought he was moving the bar forward. Like this is, you know, I was on um, a sides radio show yesterday. Mm-hmm. You know, we were talking about uh, the Drake Twenty One mm-hmm. album that just dropped, right? You which, know, uh, it was Middle of the Ocean. I would say it's like. The best song out of that whole album. Yeah, yeah. Middle of oh, the yeah. Ocean, bro. He had the bars. like That's like Drake. Like, everybody says this, bro. That's like Drake and his like, top-tier bar form. Mm-hmm. And that's the only reason why I like that song, because it's like top-tier bars. And that's I feel like that's where Drake should be pushing them up. But it's Drake, bro. He's a, he's everywhere. So yeah. I feel like that's what I like. That's what I want to hear from him, you know? It's yeah, like exactly. That, that, I feel like that's a top-tier bar. Yeah, don't mean it, to interrupt on that. No, no, you could, and I and I ha- I expect that kind of level. Like if if I'm listening to a track with whether it's Drake, Kendrick, you know, what I'm saying Freddie Gibbs, you know, somebody else who's got some dope bars, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm expecting those top tier bars. Otherwise, like the track ain't gonna make the playlist. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna go in the rotation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, so like Mr. Morale, I thought. Uh, oh, so like I felt like Twenty One and Drake, like. I'm not sure how much like they move the bar forward like sonically with mm-hmm. the album. You know what I'm saying? And you can't you can't expect every single album that comes out to do that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But like Kendrick and Mr. Morale, I feel like it moved the bar forward. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Do you think that has something to do with like the subject matter though? Because definitely. You know, I feel like. Um, when it comes to like Drake, he's always talking about what's going on in his life right now. Like mm-hmm. these are my problems right now. But if you hear like Kendrick Lamar, he's like talking about like shit that's either been from the past or shit he's working on in the future, which gives that album a little bit more life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's not like so caught up in that moment. He's like, all right, I'm trying to get to this level mm-hmm. in my life, which, you know, everybody else is trying to get to that next level as well. So it's like yep. you feel like some of that has to do with uh what they be speaking on and shit. Yeah, and I feel like that, like that, resonates with people. Like people like mm-hmm. attach themselves to that mm-hmm. because it's like a reflection of like what's also happening in their lives. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so that's that. I feel like that's the sign of a true whether you whether it's a music, musician or just an artist. Like that's the sign of a true artist is being able to pull that energy from people, make people relate to it. And get that buy-in from people just because they're like, hey, like, I've 
seen this. I've experienced this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He was he was hitting on a lot with that album. And um, you know what's and on a separate note with it too, what's interesting about it is now, like I think we're like six, maybe, maybe seven months, something like that, since Mr. Morale dropped. Mm-hmm. Right. Like when it dropped, I was it had some replay value at that point because I was like, man, like the whole thing, you know, is strong. There's not that many. There's a few skips. It's not that many skips, mm-hmm. you know. And now, like, I don't know whether it's just the way music hits and just how things go, but like, I'm not. I don't find myself going back and listening to Mr. Morale. And this, this is an observation. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Do you feel? All right, I feel the same way. I feel the same way. But here's. Do you feel like it's because when every time Kendrick dropped, we soak in that fucking album so much? Because this is, mm-hmm. I'm just speaking from my experience. Yeah. Every time you drop an album, I soak it. I'll I play that shit back to back to back to back till I can for, recite it from front to back. And then, yep. And so I'm like, all right, I'm done with this. Yeah. That, you, you hit it right on the head. Cause, cause man, I mean, I, I probably listened to We Cry Together like, man, like 100, 120 <laughs> times, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, just like I listened to that album quite a bit for those first few months. Yeah. Like you said, until. Lupe dropped mm-hmm. until so there was like it was either like six weeks, eight weeks, something like that between Mr. Morale and uh, Lupe's album uh, Drill Music and Zion oh, that dropped this hey, year. Lupe, bro, the coolest was my shit, bro. Oh, like, and I, I, like, I don't keep too much on his music nowadays, but he's forever goaded for that album, bro. Yeah, he did the song The Coolest, bro. Yeah. You talk about selling his soul to be the coolest motherfucker out there, bro. Ain't mm-hmm. nobody was doing that shit. Yeah. I saw him perform that live within like two weeks after that album dropped. Wow. At a concert, it was the Glow in the Dark tour. So that was Ye, yeah, yeah. Rihanna, Lupe. You went to the Glow in the Dark. Yeah, that was one of the dopest concerts, wow. man. Pharrell, dude, dude, Pharrell killed that whole shit though because he's up there with Nerd. Yeah, right? oh shit, he was out there with Nerd. Huh? Yeah, he and a- he gets up to like he's on. He so he's playing the drums and just going off like some some Anderson Pac level, just going off. Yeah, and his drum set is like elevated in the air like 15 or something feet so like everybody at this huge venue this was down in sack this was at the time this was the arco arena before whatever it is now yeah. you know the shit changes now you know what i'm saying but um at the time it was the arco arena and i mean like he was elevated to where everybody nosebleeds whatever could see pharrell just going off on these drums because that sounded like a fucking experience right man there. it was real dope because I, I wish i had more money at the time to just buy more merch even just from yeah. that shit you know yeah. what i'm saying but um but lupe killed that shit when he performed that shit live like just a couple weeks right after the album and i was i was stoked to just like i was like man i don't know if he's gonna perform anything from the album that just dropped the yeah. cool you know what i'm saying and he did and i was like whoa he came out in this whole like dude he came out in this like whole like uh, what's the best way to describe it like a, a full leather trench coat that's <laughs> yeah. a step in that night he uh, was there because <laughs> like that was it was so crazy and just that whole like mo and that was the whole marketing that was uh going on with him at the time with the cool mm-hmm. was just like it was a little bit more it was not no it was not any mainstream hip-hop image that he was yeah. putting out there it was like this is my art i'm coming through on some like borderline like gothic imagery with it you know what i'm saying just and like what he likes yeah that's what it's about bro it's like you you 
you can't just fucking buy the hat. You can't buy the fucking shirt. You can't buy the, the shoes and just like put on this image. You know what I'm saying? Like motherfuckers are going to fuck with you when you're yourself. Mm-hmm. When you're yourself, that's when you really get accepted in all this motherfucker. Because for the, long, I said, for the longest, I'm trying to fit in. I'm trying to fit in. And even, you know, when I had this new sound, I'm like, I even told Juice this when I was recording. It I was like, my homies from back home aren't going to fuck with this. You know, he starts laughing. He's like, why you say that? I was like, they don't listen to this shit. You know what I'm saying? They don't listen to this shit. They ain't going to fuck with this at all. They're looking for hard shit, trap beats. Bro, I send it out to all my homies. Hey, what do you think about this? Each one of them hits me back. Bro, like you should have been doing this shit <laughs> from the gates. Yeah. When they really listening to it to listen, you know what I'm saying? They're going to give you that good feedback. You know what I'm saying? But if they listen, see, when somebody's listening to your shit just to stunt, you know, like, they're going to give you that, you know, it's going to be some bullshit. Yeah, bro. And that's, you just like, you smell it on the motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you hear them talk, you're like, all right, well, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, you may have the language down, but I don't hear it. You ain't, you ain't digging deep enough. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. just lingo. Every, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, 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 you can smell it on the motherfucker. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And that's, you know, that's why I come through with you. Because I'm like, oh, bro, like, just tell right away. Like, oh, fuck, bro, this, he, he with it. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. Cool enough. I'm cool. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, it, bro, it, yeah, I, I've seen some shit where I'm like, you know, the song, you know, you're like, yeah, this song got a little bounce to it. It's like, I can't get fully immersed into it because I'm like, what you really speaking on, you know? Like, mm-hmm. like are you, you, you don't stand for something, fall for anything. Sound like mm-hmm. you falling for a lot right now. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Just perpetrating the same old shit that's been out there. That really like, you know, like the, you know, like, hey, you know, we'll just like branch off into certain topics. We can come back at whatever point to, you know, loop it back. You know what I'm saying? But it's like how Takeoff just got killed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? In, like, rest in peace, by the way. Bro. For real. It's, rest in peace, Takeoff, it's, uh, man. It's, it's getting a little scary out there trying to, really be, in this, trying to be in this game, you know? But. Yeah, yeah. No, it really is though. Like, I mean, because like he wasn't even, he didn't do shit. He just got caught in some crossfire. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's just how grimy it is. And when you got folks out there that are in that rat race, in the culture, using their talents to just continue to um, perpetuate the negative aspects of what happens in the culture as if that's the culture that's problematic yeah. to me you know what I'm saying because like yeah. you know to me hip hop as a culture is a positive thing mm-hmm. american culture is they about gun violence and everything yeah but let's let's, let's be real on it you know we're going to speak on it it's yeah that's not necessarily hip hop bro that's just yep. street shit Yep. What the what the narrative that they're gonna put out is that look at what this hip hop's doing. Mm-hmm. Facts. And like, no, bro. Like they were, yeah, they made hip hop music, did positive things. Let's be real. This motherfucker's still on the streets. Mm-hmm. And that's it's grimy. What, yeah, and it, you gotta learn how to like separate those lines of like art and the streets. And sometimes it's kind of hard to do that because the street life powers the art. Mm-hmm. You know and folks saying? are still living on the streets. Now this goes to the life imitating art, art imitating life, which one you're choosing type mm-hmm. shit, you know? 
and uh, like they just on some street shit, and that shit happens in the streets. And it's just sad when you see somebody out there trying to flip the narrative of like, oh, see, hip hop is, you know, the one thing that puts brown and black people in jail and this and that. And it's like, you know, some of that shit may, you know, may be true to some degree, but like at the same point, it's like, no, bro, we can go back to it. Like the kid that fucking talks about this shit ain't doing this shit anymore, you know? Right. Let's go to like Juice World. You know, he passed away and, that you know, he had fucking potential to have like these crazy melodies and these crazy pop songs. He came up so fucking fast, but it's like he kind of had the wrong guidance with them. You feel me? Like, it, we can't put that on, you know, him because, you know, he was coming out. He That was his way out. Like he came yep. out of them. Like, like, you know, he says singing in a trap house. Like that's literally what he came out of. G-Herbo, mm-hmm. all the little Bibby, like they put him on. Yeah. So it's like. He was influenced in some type of way, in some type of, he was influenced by the streets. Mm-hmm. Now, what we've heard the whole time is, oh, I put it on all you rappers for influencing kids like this, trying to put them, it's like, bro, you can't really put that on everybody. Like, you ha- like I said, if you know, you know, if you live in the streets, you're going to know about it. Mm-hmm. And it's not always like that. It's not always hip hop that, that do it. Like hip hop mm-hmm. is a, the positive thing that comes out. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like, hip hop is that collaboration. You know what I'm saying? Like even just on a local level, you know, hip hop is really, I've said this before on the pod, but hip hop is really giving back to communities. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just like, you see it even locally, like with how, you know, local legend highway will get out there and like, um, work with the, uh, folks to like clean up, like the green belts and stuff mm-hmm. like that and everything like that. Like hip hop is giving back. Like that's the most beautiful side of hip hop. Yeah, and you look, know? At all, look at all the jobs that you could come around it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. people always look at hip hop and they all want to be the rapper. But it's like the rapper is just the billboard of the team. Of The, the, the rapper is the billboard of the company. Mm-hmm. Of the of an ecosystem. Like Bro, it's the billboard. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you, you need fucking ARs. You need managers you need graphic designers you need producers you need engineers you need um you know publicists like you know you don't necessarily have to be the rapper to be successful in Mm hip-hop you know what i'm saying and yeah bro it's like don't get caught up on being just the fucking main thing. And that's why I tell all these producers when I work with them, they're like, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? I'm like, bro, you do your thing. I'm literally just the, like the, the billboard. Like I'm going to put my, my shit on whatever. And I'm a shot, you know, like I'm going to bring people this way to see the team, mm-hmm. you know? And when you start thinking that way, instead of just being like, all right, I'm going to, I want to get to the next. I want to get to the next. I want to get to the next. It's like, bro, we got to move as a team. We got to move. We got to elevate everybody because if everybody's elevating, there's more things to come. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like somebody that wants to do video, jump in there, bro. Like you be a part of the team. What's next? You're going to get other rappers coming to you for your videos. Mm-hmm. You know, start the podcast, bro. You're going to get other rappers coming to you for the podcast. Like, is yep. it? And then at that point, everybody starts eating. And that was the one thing that I kind of had like trouble with back home is for everybody seeing is like trying to get all. What I learned back home, bro, is you can't have or you can't want something for somebody else. When I don't speak on it. That's a bar. They, they might be a little touched on it, but it's my family and shit. I love them. We could talk about it later. But 
I always wanted, like my cousins, they street people. My cousins, my family, like these people, my friends, like they street people. That's what they do. They don't rap, but they're fucking excellent rappers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you mm-hmm. feel me? Like they don't rap, but they were like bar for bar, skill for skill. Like I'm like, these guys are the greatest, but they don't rap. Mm-hmm. And, you know, being when I was doing my shows, I'm like trying to get all these motherfuckers on. I'm like, bro, I'm going to get my friends on. Like, move, woo, woo, woo. I, we, I'm we gonna take over you know yeah their heart wasn't in it like that they still out you know i'm like bro we gotta pull it to the studio we gotta do this we gotta do this we gotta do this show we gotta do this show and they were just they weren't on it seriously like that and that's when i realized like bro, i'm putting all this energy i'm putting all this time and i like, you guys ain't giving the time and energy back so maybe it's like i should just like just cut it off because it's like you guys are gonna do what you want any either way. Like I need to do what I need to do. Like all that energy I'm putting into like three or four different people. It's like all right, if I took that and put that into myself, like I would be going to the next level per mm-hmm. se, or you know. And that's like you know, it's like realize like you know you can't want things for other people because in the end, it's only you and what you want. They can't. They don't want what I want. Mm-hmm. They want something else, mm-hmm. and that's what made me like. All right, okay, we in this shit. Like, if you with me, you with me. If not, like, I, I don't know, bro. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I can't, I can't help in that situation if you don't want, you know, if you don't really want it. And you still got to keep your foot on the gas. Exactly, you know, exactly. And so, like, you know, we're gonna take it back to like all the. The pushing P promoters <laughs> because they, yeah. they wasn't just pushing promotions, <laughs> you know. What I'm yeah, for real. <laughs> Not, but, <laughs> but yeah, they was yeah, and then dealing with all that, I was like, all right, it's time to like get out of this situation. You know what I'm saying? So I leave that. I'm out here. I start making music with a couple friends out there, you know, and it's like. We doing now. We just sipping. You know, I'm gonna say I have a good time. Yeah. Like, oh, come, come rap real quick. I I spent a couple of bars. Next week later, they send me a song. Oh, oh shit! Look at what we did. And I'm like, okay, shit. Yeah. Damn. All right. Fuck. That's how you guys getting down out here and humble. And that's what it was for a long time until I was like, all right, let me start making some stuff for myself again. You know, I'm gonna mm, stop controlling it. Yeah. You know, it's like all right. I'm, I gotta shut like I let people know, you know. I know I've been about this shit, you know. Like yeah. I, I'm, I, I ain't new to this. I'm true to this. <laughs> that's what's up. You know. Yeah. Let me start getting, you know, that's, that's, start making music again. Start pulling up to cipher, you know, and little things like that. Yeah, you need to make sure you keep on coming to the cipher because you killed that. that yeah, last I need, to, I need to make it back. I need to make it back out there. Um, it's fun, bro. But like I said, they get a little intimidating sometimes. Yeah. Like, but you know, you anybody's gonna pull up with their chest out, and then once they see fucking that go on for like two minutes, and they see everybody else begin for like two minutes, you're like, all right, shit, let's do it, let's <laughs> do it. We gotta like readjust real quick, like all right, yeah. we gonna take this one, bro. I'm gonna tell you, bro, I was nervous as fuck. I was like, bet, bro, like these fools are killing it, bro. Like, like Nag does though. I mean, he's holding that shit down, bro, like it's effortless, effortless, like yeah. it's effortless, and it's like so inspiring mm-hmm. to see, bro. I'm like, bro, if this, like, damn, bro, this fool is killing it. But then too, we gotta go back to the last podcast y'all had with him. You come from the Bay. What was the same? It's kind of the same thing with me at the writing shit. It's like, but you got to practice this. You got to sharpen your shit. That's what Fast told me too. And it's like, you know, because I came at him one day and I was like, I don't like when people come with like all these stacks and 
when they come, you know, and it sounds like there's five or six different people on one verse, you know, and he's just like, nah, he's like, that's just their weapon of choice. You know, you go to war, yeah, it's like you may have a sword, you may have a ninja star, it's your choice, it's your weapon, that's how you coming at it. Shit, okay, that's how I'm approaching the game now. You know, it's like, yeah. all right, not everybody has to do it. Everybody has their own way. Everybody has their own lane. Everybody has their own their their own way they do things, you know? And that's like, crazy to have somebody like Fash is like, a, you know, guiding, man. That's I, I mean, I wouldn't even say like guiding like that because we just did a couple, you know, we did that song together and shit. But like, of course, I'm going to be out there like picking his brain because like that's a neighbor. That's my neighborhood hero, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, I got to go hold you. That that's made my, it. Yeah, that was my neighbor. That's like, that's like, like I said, nobody come out to Fresno like that. But I seen him next to like all these big rappers I'd be getting all these mixtapes from. Oh shit! Like yeah. on, bro. And then, like I said, it come from Planet Asia. Everybody know Planet Asia back home. Yep. Oh Everybody yeah. Everybody know Planet Asia. Like, yeah. To, and to think how long I know Fash has been doing it for a while, but like to think how long like somebody like PA has been doing it. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Like, and just staying in his lane, uh-huh. progressing his craft, growing the fans to, at the point now where like, I mean, and he grew up, you know, and took the Fresno scene to that level. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's like, that's crazy. Yeah. Because it, it, I remember doing like a couple of shows that like, oh, Planet Asia coming out, you know, or then like I'll hear some like, it just seemed unattainable because I was like 17 getting into clubs um, to perform and shit and like hearing the promoters talk about it like, oh yeah, man, PA, PA, he ain't going to come if you ain't even giving like, you know, 15 this or that. He ain't even gonna walk through. So it's like, it sound, always sounded unattainable, you know? Yeah, yeah. So they make it seem like that. Yeah, they see, but, but it's like, you know, you like get down to it, you know? Like, you're like, fuck, bro, this was just, he's just trying to help everybody out, bro. If you get down to the meat and potatoes, like, he's just really about, he's really about the community, bro. Like, yeah. him and Fash, bro. Like, I, I, got, I follow both of them still and I see them back home and they do so much, bro. And it's, mm-hmm. it just makes me happy, bro. Yeah, that's dope to see, Did you man. Listen, you, you listen to Heart of the Lion? Uh, P.A. Fast? Which, oh, man. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been a few years now, though. Yeah, yeah. Bro, that shit yeah. came out. the heart of a liar. <laughs> <laughs> that was on one of Fashion's mixtapes, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. That last album he did, bro. I love you yeah. never gave a scrap to the town, no cap. <laughs> bro, <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I listen to that shit. That's I love that shit. And shit, I'm chilling out on the beach. I'm coming up all these, you know, I'm rapping on these different sounds and I have this idea. I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna drop an album. So like I can take the time and drop the album. And you know, like I'm coming back. Like the reality is, is I don't have the eyes on me like I used to. I'm coming back, I'm building from scratch again, you know. So it's like mm-hmm. it'd be difficult to put an album out, 14, 15 tracks of, of, of a theme that I th- I think would be fitting. All right, how about I break this album? Instead of doing an album, we'll break it down to three different segments. Three different mixtapes, three different sounds. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? As like this first mixtape was the, the Beach Days, and it's got like that alternative sound, but it's all hip hop. You know, it's got the alternative mm-hmm. sound, I'm talking about some real shit, talking about my shit. 
So it's just a little alternative sound. So the next thing I got coming is um, the Ville days. Mm. So, and then the Ville days is just me, basically it's just me reminiscing of being back in Farmersville, back where I'm from, with the sound from back where I'm from mixed with what I'm coming up with now. So it's like, oh, it's kind of like, you know, the Ville days is like the prequel to the beach days, you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, right after that is like what I want to work on is uh, the Hill days. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Me? So that, that's, instead of dropping a full-ass album that like I, people can kind of like either pick their best three songs out of, like I'd rather just do like three little mixtapes, whatever sound people kind of gravitate towards is like what we going to be doing, you know? Yeah, So like that's I, a dope concept. Cause... Well, the, the, the Ville days mostly is for like my people back home. It's like I just... I love my neighborhood so much that like I'm not like letting them know that I'm no we ain't never forget like I ain't never forgetting where I'm coming from and I'll show you a couple of jams from there right now but you know it's like uh, I can spill a couple of bars and it's just like bitch I love the Ville because they gave me my start when I'm coming home they treat me like a star fuck the rap shit dog I really need y'all just trying to get the connect to get the recharge like you know what I'm yeah. saying <laughs> like, you know and that's the shit that I'm trying to push on that Ville day shit you know it's like uh, just telling all my peoples back home like y'all y'all fucking this is what we started with but this is what we taking it to mm -hmm. uh, next is mm -hmm. like the, like the hill days and that's that's the thing I'm gonna like really be putting the time in like I've been out here you know doing some I've been doing some growing and shit and that's when I'm really gonna feel like I'm gonna like take dig deep on that one you know what I'm saying cause it's like I was just going through a bunch of bullshit for this uh, beach days tape uh, I'll just speak on it like I going through like a nine year Break up, splitting up with my partner, um, being out here on my own, being away from all my family, you know, just like having a close, you know, a couple of close friends. Uh, mm -hmm. Just speaking on, you know, and speaking on being a brown person, you know, if you're a brown or black person out here, it's going to be real, you know, being a brown or black person out here, it's a little, it's a little different. For real. It's a little different. We're just going to put it there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I speak on that in the beach days tape. And, you know, uh, I... I'm just trying to keep it real as possible. Like I, I and that's what hip hop is, is like mm -hmm. you speak on your experience, you mm -hmm. know? And so I'm like, all right, well, let me take my experience. Let me mix it in with these new sounds. And then, like I said, uh, take it back to the Ville days is just my experiences then, but me reminiscing on it. You feel me? I'm yeah. Like, okay. Let me take you to the world before we got here. You know what I'm saying? Before we got to this beach day that everybody likes, you know, these little, quote unquote, all these little white kids be playing and shit. Like, let's, let's show them what we came from. Like, let's show them what, what really happened. And so uh, uh, this last show that I did, uh, shout out to Jazzy Jane. She out in like Nevada, super, super dope pop star. And she got bars like a motherfucker. Like, she got, I think she outbarred me sometimes. <laughs> but... Um, she hit me up to do a show. We we're doing the ones at the uh, the farmers market or whatever. And um, like uh, I don't know, but just feeling the difference for somebody of a colored person out there. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just feeling the difference. Mm -hmm. And um, just being like, "Fuck, bro!" Like I I, I want to change shit. You know, I want to change. I want to bring this, you know, and then I realized like all these kids, you know, Ville Days was a thought, just a thought. Like, maybe I should do a lost tape with some people back home. But when I seen all these kids coming up to me and be like, bro, this shit's tight, this shit's tight, this shit's tight. Okay, 
if you think this shit's tight, let me take it back. Let me show you, like, you know, let me let me take it back. So that's what I did with my set. My set was, she's like, I want 30 minutes of music from you. I said, okay. First 15 minutes, all these songs that have the feeling of back home, mm -hmm. we're going to get it cut, raw meat, potatoes. I'll tell you whatever you need, you know, everything. I even tell it, let me bring you guys to my world for a little bit. And at the end of that 15 minutes, that's when we get into the new mixtape. You know, I said, hey, this is where I was at this point in my life. Everything that you guys heard, this is where I'm at now. Mm -hmm. And you can hear the the, the, the switch. Like I said, the lights, you hear the switch, you know, and I, I make sure to say that on stage, like, all right, everything you guys heard, that, that, that's, you know, that's where I come from. It's just like, now, you know, I've been chilling in Mad River Beach. I've been smoking a lot of weed. I've been chilling, thinking a lot. And this is what we got now. Mm -hmm. Break that down. And it's like, people fuck with that. You know, people, and they like to see the growth, I guess. They like to see the, where you've been. And mm -hmm. I try to put that in my music as much as possible. And it's like, um, I, could, I could be the best. I could try to be the best lyricist, you know? Like, I could be the fucking person that's got the swaggiest flow. But I feel like if I just keep it, keep it original and show, like, from 10 years ago to now, like, and just kind of keep that going, you know? It's like... I feel that it's going to make a bigger statement than just having the fucking hardest lyrics, you know, because I can't sit here and say, you know, there's way better lyricists than me. But when you want to come down to, like, see what I've been through, I'll lay that shit out for you 100% in detail. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And that's what makes, the as a whole, you know, that's what makes people, I feel like that's what makes uh, my story as a whole. You know, if you look at it from the beginning, you know, like I told you, I've made music since I was 15, 29. I may not be the fucking biggest artist out there, but I've seen it all. Like, I've seen it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I i don't really speak on that too much because I, I, I just feel like I, it's kind of a little corny sometimes. People are like, bro, I've been in the game for this long, blah, 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 blah. You know, it's just like, you just got to do it, bro. Like, mm -hmm. you can talk about it when it's time. We got, a, we got microphones now. We talking. I'll tell you about it now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know? I feel you. But yeah, and that's just basically what I want to do is just show like my growth and my music. Mm -hmm. Show where I've been through in life, whether it be some positive or negative. Mm -hmm. You know, but the fact that people, I put it out there for people to see. It, like I said, if this shit was easy, everybody, everybody would do it, bro. It's yeah. like nobody wants to talk about the shit that, that goes wrong in their life. Nobody wants to talk about the things that scares them. Nobody wants to talk about the things that makes them hurt. Nobody wants to talk about that thing. You know, People so, don't want to be vulnerable no more, yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. So. And I just feel like this music shit is is, is a way. Like it's, it's alive. You need it. We need it here because... Um, I may be embarrassed to talk about things on the song. I'm like, I don't want to, I don't, I don't think this is, this is too deep. This is too deep. I don't want to put this out. But what if there's a fucking, some other motherfucker out there that's feeling that too. And he don't have anybody to listen to until right. he comes across that song. That like that one little, even, it don't have to be the full song. It can be like a lyric in the song. Just yep. one lyric. A and, bar. Yep. Yeah. You know, and I, I touched on that with my, with my buddy Weirdo too. And he's cutting my hair and shit. We kind of chop it up and I, you know, I like going out there, you know, because it gives me that old school uh, hip hop barber vibe, you know, you mm -hmm. talk about the hip hop in the barbershop, you feel me? Yeah. But yeah, you know, we, we'll, we'll touch on that. Like, 
because, you know, he, he kind of came at me one day. He's like, I don't know if I should be doing this music. Nobody listening. I'm like, bro, even though you don't got like shit, like it, it's not what you think it is. But there's somebody out there that's going to hear that and like, you know, you can't. You can't just hold it to yourself because whether it be fucking 10,000 people that hear you or one person, like, you know, like. That's a go, life you affected. Yeah, let's go back to the park. I may not change the world, but I'm going to spark the brain that will change the world. Yeah. One of them, if it takes one of them, like, I'm going to spark that one person's brain. Man, hey, man. That's a dope bar right there. That like, I mean, I'm going to get you out for the next episode because we're going to get you out, talk about more about um what you got coming in the future you know oh, what I'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. and I know like give it like a few weeks and everything like you're gonna have more in the clip and more like plans going down and everything like oh, that yeah, bro. that's a dope bar to end on I'm not trying to end on like um uh, to pimp a butterfly how Kendrick ended on the whole you know Pac interview but that's a dope bar to end on yeah, man yeah, yeah. For sure. And I, like I said, I know we cut in time and I know we're going a little bit longer and shit, but I really now appreciate this. I, I, I appreciate this. Uh, I, I told you, I'll come and sit down and talk with some music for you. You know what I'm saying? All day. Like, I, I, love, I could talk about this shit all day. So just you having me on here is a blessing, bro. I really, really appreciate you. Absolutely, because I'm sure, blessed man. to have you on here, man. Like, yes, you know, it's been dope to have you give your story another different perspective of somebody that's, you know, hasn't grown up around here that's been involved in hip hop, came up here, and it's like coming up. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm wanting to see you um, continue to grow. But at the same grow. time, bro, I'm like, I'm not from here, but at the same time, I feel like I'm being adopted from out here, you know? Cause, oh, yeah, like, that's humble right there. You know, yeah, because, uh, you know, it's like you said, you, you either work with the ecosystem or you don't, bro. Yeah, so, like, yeah. I feel like I'm, you know, like I'm, I'm trying to. I'm coming out here genuinely because I really fuck with everybody's music. So, like, I was watching everybody before I even, like, involved myself mm -hmm. you know like i've seen the city hippies i've seen not louis out there i've seen the shows at district seven you know like i was watching Igel and uh my boy i love you josh before i even like stepped to him because like i'm a fan of this shit mm -hmm. i'm a fan of this shit and i tell you know I, I i made sure to peep game first you know and give them the respect first before i was like okay yeah, I'm not gonna be the motherfucker. Like, all right, let me step up in this bitch. Let me show you how we do. It's like you don't come at that. You don't come mm -hmm. at it like that. You don't you can't come at it like that. Yeah, you never get no respect yeah, like yeah, that ever, ever. So it's like that's what I'm saying. Like I'm a fan of this shit. I really come out. I really support. And you know, it's it's, it's the whole karma shit. You know, you show love, they're gonna show love back. The ecosystem. You eat, you feed, you're gonna eat. You know that's what I'm right. That's right. Hey, cuz it was a blessing to have you on, man. Yes, sir, man. Thank I can't you wait for having the next me one. here, bro. For yes, sure, sir, sure. Albert. Hey, I'm gonna get you back on again real soon, man. We're gonna talk to Chopper. Yeah, it up like again. I said, bro, you wanna do some album reviews, whatever, bro. I do my homework. We'll be honest. Well, I'll come out with you anytime you need, bro. I'm about that, cuz, because I've been doing the <laughs> interviews for a while now, but like, man, there's still a need to just talk about hip hop. Yeah, bro. You, like we said, we what, we almost like three hours here, bro. I know so we did it. <laughs> let's do it again. Let's do it again. I'm here for it, bro. Yes, sir. I don't cause. do this podcast, this podcast shit shit too much you know if it, if it's it ain't if it ain't uh hip-hop humble i ain't doing it so don't hit me up. Suck, <laughs> shit. but yeah i appreciate you man yes, hey, sir. Uh, till the next time y'all just make you make sure you stay tuned to the hip-hop yes, humble sir. podcast hiphophumble.com check out all the episodes we're doing all the artists in humble county yes, this is your space to get on to you know let folks know what you've been doing and um shout out to the community yes sir can i get my one plug in real quick for sure, cuz. 
Yeah, man, if you like this podcast, come follow me. My name is Al Bear. That's A-L-B-E-A-R. You can follow me on Spotify. You can follow me on iTunes. Any app that you got that has music on it, follow me there. Uh, if you want to hear some more music, I got some more music coming. And, you know, just uh, being recognized by one of the greatest is a blessing. And I, you know, happy to be here. Blessed to have you, cuz. Let's go, man. Yes, sir. Till <laughs> next time, man. Yes, sir. All right, thank y'all.